open up the app and the music appears But you don't see the hard work, blood, sweat, tears Three minute videos, days spent filming those Airports, sound check, live shows, studios, managers, promoters Labels, graphic design, there's a lifetime behind every rhyme Victory, failure, profit and the cost If we don't pass it on, then the history is lost Want an album review? Then you're paying for ads You want a half-page story? Cost you double for that And the radio's the same, gotta show them the money Cause they shelter and their listeners like bad boy Bubby Ignorance is bliss, but it isn't if you're missing the foundation That's why we had this conversation You wanna know the real deal? Here it is You're tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Beers all right, motherfuckers, this is the Beers, Beats and the Beers podcast back in effect post-fucking coronavirus, man. We are live, direct, back up in your ear holes. Fucking shit, fucking shit, fucking gloriously. That's how the fuck we do, motherfuckers. And we're joined by an esteemed guest today. But before we get there, man, we ought to recap, hey, Trav? We ought to get back in and just fucking... Not talking the mic, cunt. I don't know Ken what the fuck you're saying. What was the last? Well, Oath yeah. was the last fucking guest we had on, but what a fucking anticlimactic guest. I mean, I think I fucking spoke most of this shit for fucking poor old <laughs> Oath. Uh, this, his second time on the podcast, probably his last. <laughs> a good friend of mine. Big shout out to Ken Oath, but I mean, fuck, that's going back now. I don't even really think we need to recap. Um, even really need to recap that. No. Actually, fuck, you know what? I'm just thinking, man, just thinking off the top. When we last fucking, um, when we had Oath, that was right when this COVID shit was hitting. Oh, yeah. Because you can't, you dragged that shit into this country on your nutsack. Probably. You fucking did. Probably. On your dirty little throat. Probably. Travis had just come back from fucking Italy. Actually, you know what? Motherfuckers, make some noise for Grilly because we got grills in the place. Motherfuckers, make some noise. We're back in effect post this COVID shit. But last time we were here, Trav, we were discussing very briefly just before we had Oath on. You dragged that filthy fucking disease into this country <laughs> on your nutsack from Italy, cunt, didn't you? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I was very, very lucky to get out of Italy. Just get it on the nutsack and shit. Yeah. Get it on the scrote. Um, no. I think I left and it would have been two to three weeks later that they started copping it. Yeah. Oh, well, you fucking copped it. You gave it to everyone, you dirty fuck. I fucker. spread it there, then fucked off back to here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, spread it there, then fucking brought it here so fucking 90-year-olds could fucking die and make news and shit. <laughs> like, seriously, in what, in what fucking country and on what land does a fucking 94-year-old dying of coronavirus really make news? The cunt would have died next week anyway, like, for fuck's sake, or next month. Like, seriously, man. Yeah. It is indeed. What's your take? I mean, Grills, you fucking, you know, welcome to Brisbane, brother. You've Thank been you very here, much. You've been here for a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. I, you I, know? I came up here for the end of the complete tour. That's right. And I think the COVID laws kicked in like two or three days after the last show in yeah. Byron. Yeah. So, yeah, and I just stayed here. Yeah, because we had, we actually, for those listening, we had Grills booked in for, um, I think it might have been the week, like the COVID sort of hit. It might have yeah. hit on the Tuesday, the Wednesday when all the shit started yeah. fucking popping off. And by that weekend, it was kind of like, ugh, you know, like, fuck, man, we need to pull the pin on this. You've been on tour. Yeah, yeah. And all that kind of shit. I mean, I was picking it out. Like, I, I just spent like, the week before, just going to different states, shaking hundreds of people's hands. Yeah, bro. Like, you know, yeah. just, yes. Yeah. And then, like, by the end of it, I was haggard. So when I was sitting in Byron, like, two days after the tour, getting the sniffles, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and, and it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Yes. But no, sweet. You got a runny you know, nose and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because I, I, uh, I did a set with Rates, 
and Rates had to go back down and you know he's got a he's got his daughter so he was you know peeking out as well so he got tested yeah and um, I was like well I've just been chilling with this cunt for the last three days if he hasn't got it I'll be sweet yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly what were you saying Trav? oh I can quote your exact words is yeah we may we better not get Greeley in that cunt's probably got COVID <laughs> <laughs> he probably got the yeah, Corona yeah. cunt you carrying yeah. that shit from Tassie yeah 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 <laughs> no yeah if anyone was going to have it at that point like as I said yeah I spent you know the week before, just shaking hands and hugging yeah. randoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, did you lose your fucking eyebrows crossing Bass Strait, motherfucker? Like, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> They're um, growing back now. I, bl- I, bl- I blame, uh, you know, a big weekend with alerts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> I, was just, I, was, I, was, I went to do the old number two over the eyebrows and take the top layer off. <laughs> but, um... Put some tracks in them or some shit. No, like, I wasn't going, nah. even going for the tracks. No, nah. no, yeah, I was just shaving my head down to a zero, and then I chuck the number two on and just take off the, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the long stragglers on the eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, push the thing down a bit too oh, far, no. and just went, and then yeah. <laughs> my, my eyebrows just grow rapidly, like my hair does as well. Yeah, because like, yeah. I've never yeah. heard anyone having to having to shave their eyebrows, well, manicuring, yeah. manicuring the eyebrows, not going a number two on your eyebrows. Irish blood, bro. Yeah, yeah, Irish blood yeah I got thirty percent Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Doesn't look too bad though. Nah, it's on its way back. Nah, fuck you. No, the way can pick it now. If I shaved my head again, they'd look like they're standing yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, you know like you have eyebrows. Yeah. yeah, for real, for real. Yeah. So. Nah, but dude, once again, man, it's fucking dope having you here. I mean, thank you, bro. It's an honour to be here. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, like I, you know, grew up looking up to you and your crew Cheers, and bro. everything you guys have done yeah. for. Aussie hip hop as well as Queensland and Brisbane. Word, so to be it. here hanging out is an honour, man. Like it blows yeah, me man. out still. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fucking dope to have you, dude. I mean, what's your take on all this? I mean, we might as well just fucking broach this subject to begin with. I mean, this whole coronavirus shit, man. Oh, it's um. What do you think at this point in time? Like, do we is the general consensus that this is a whole fucking crock of nonsense? You know, I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, oh, well, I just spent yeah l- last year. What's your year, opinions? I spent last year locked up. Yeah, watching true. the bushfires from inside, you know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. and the chaos that was kind of creating. And, yeah. you know, I kind of felt guilty watching it because here I am inside completely safe mm. where we have, you know, uh, green grass sprinklers every day. Yeah. And then, you know, after dinner at night, I turn on the TV and they're like, it's burning! Yeah, yeah. It's burning! The country's burning! Yeah, 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 yeah. Scott Morris is not shaking my hands! Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, yeah, so... When I got out and then I just started travelling around the country and it kicked in, um, oh, I don't know. I just I just think it's like, I, don't, I just don't really think about it too much. Yeah, I just don't really care until it affected me. me. Like, me you know, the most, like I was up here and luckily a couple of my mates, they weren't too paranoid about it, you know what I mean? And they, were, you know, had me at their place. So I did mm-hmm. ISO pretty much with As From Illegal and yeah. with uh, Kyle Golly from No One and yeah. the crew yeah. and just chilled there for a week or two until it started to settle down a bit. But, yeah, yeah we, you know, we just did all the sanitising shit. I, I went to the shops the first time after it all kicked and it had a mask on and no one else did. And they're all staring at me, and I was like, "Oh, I thought I was just—I hey, thought I was trying to like dude, whatever, you dude. know, you know." I'm telling you, man, I was fucking like during all this bullshit. Like, you know, we took a bit of fucking time off and whatever. Like, I was staying at my parents' place for a minute, just yeah. down the road from here, and I was going to the fucking shops, man. Like, seriously, you would not like uh, the fucking the going to Woolworths was like an outing for these motherfuckers down here in Logan. Like, seriously, yeah. man, the fucking Woolies was packed. No motherfucker. If I saw three cunts wearing a fucking mask, that was it. Yeah, you yeah. know, and like I was just like. 
like, man, what the fuck are we doing out here? You know, yeah, like yeah. at that point, like I'm talking going back, like you know, fuck, how long toilet, have we been gone? It for? would have been the toilet paper crisis. <laughs> yeah, post, just post, just post. You know, it, the, this was a monumental crisis. Yeah, you know, yeah. like this was more than a fucking crisis. But man, at this fucking point, I mean, what a fucking, I mean. Fucking cigarettes are killing more cunts every 24 hours. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. bullshit. You well, know? Like, my, my dad's over in America. He lives up um, in Connecticut at the moment. What? Yeah. And I was, you know, a bit worried about him considering yeah. how the Americans are dropping like flies. And, and Connecticut's you know, close to New York. Yeah, like, it's up on yeah. that east coast, yeah. you know. And um, I was talking to him and he's just like, you know, you can't take away your freedom. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> you should probably be safe, Dan. He's like, no, no. I can't stop us going to church. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, mate, you do what yeah. you do. You know, like, it's it, if it if it happens, it happens. I guess, yeah, yeah. you know, points in history. Well, it might be man-made. Like, I used to be a big conspiracy head, but now mm. I'm just not too stressed about it. Yeah, like, that's your day. You know, if, it, if, if I die from it, oh, well. You it know. was created in a laboratory, man. Hands yeah. down. Yeah, it's fucking sure. down. Hands down. I'm waiting for a new non-fiction album. They've got to talk about this shit. I mean, non-fiction. Yeah. Bro, non-fiction spoke on this shit in 2002. You go back to the futures now, they're talking all this shit. All this yeah. shit. Man-made diseases. You know, change fucking AIDS to coronavirus in that album. <laughs> You fucking got it. You yeah, know, like that's up, what I'm yeah. saying, man. But once again, brother, it is fucking good to have you here, man. Thank like, you, man. man, have you listened? Have you heard the podcast before? This shit yeah, goes everywhere, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's quite I, often a whole fucking shitload of nonsense. But, yeah. you know, we try to get into the history. And, dude, I'm joined yeah. by my man, River City. Yeah, yeah. Once again, River's in the fucking spot. Our oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing, brother? Not bad. Fucking coronavirus free. Corona free, as we all are. Staying clear of fucking Travis's dirty, filthy <laughs> fucking Bozak. <laughs> There was cameras, everybody sitting opposite him. Yeah, yeah, 1. yeah. 5, yeah. Like yeah. We're, we're 1.5 and from that dirty nutsack. <laughs> but, yeah. brother, like, fuck, man, we might as well go back in time, man. Generally, right. what we do, we kind of just go, man, where's the journey? Like, fucking hip-hop, yeah. bro. You've been involved in hip-hop forever, man. Yeah. Tasmania, yeah. you know, I think you're our second ever guest from Tassie. We had Billy Bunks on. I mean, yeah, Billy Bunks yeah. is probably more associated with Melbourne and yeah, all that yeah. kind of thing. But Taunts an original? Oh, too. True, true, true. Yeah, Taunts is a Tasmanian. Yeah, I think Taunts lived down there for a while. Yeah. Yep. So Taunts, Bunks, and Gargs were all from uh, generally. Well, that from what I remember, because I was I'm fair, I'm 30 now. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how those boys are. Oh, yeah, they're but yeah, um, beyond that, yeah. But like I kind of so where I first got into like local hip hop, I was already into beatboxing, and you know I I listened to you know Rage. I just got into mm. music off that. Yeah. And then I downloaded Napster when Napster came out. Yeah. And that's kind of how I got access to a world of hip hop and just random stuff. You remember how many underground artists were just using Dude. Napster, you know, yeah, so yeah, many yeah. guys. And, and yeah. stand-up comedians as well, like they pioneered off Napster, yeah. you know. So Yeah. And it was from there. But then – and um, and I got into Razel. Yeah. yeah and yeah. That, I was just obsessed with beatboxing. Fucking wild. I was a really like – OCD kid with what I liked to yeah. the point where I felt like I annoyed most other people with like <laughs> like this like this like this yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, 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 yeah. and um, so I just became obsessed with beatboxing and then it was it was about a year or two after I was already beatboxing Joel Turner was on Australian Idol mm. my you friend know, used to sell him marijuana yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a small country <laughs> yeah. eh? po post post Australian Idol yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure well, you see your fucking man like he'd come over and we'd kind of fucking like slyly hang a bit of shit on him. He's a yeah, good dude, yeah, man. Yeah. Like he'd, he'd he'd fucking he'd taken a few fucking losses because yeah. of that, because of taking that step, you know, by going yeah. on that. And then he essentially got used as a fucking pawn, man. He yeah. ended up in a lot of fucking debt. Yeah. We're getting Re almost fucked in the ass. Fucking, you know? fucking like, over. Track, man, as well. It's like 
even uh, at least Joel Turner can beatbox, but his shit's vile. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, hang myself. That shit ever makes it to vinyl. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, well, fuck yeah, man. Well, he copped it pretty hard. A lot of guys, a lot of guys like that <clears throat> copped it pretty hard back in the day. Yeah, Aussie hip hop, you know. Oh, it was Weapon raw. X, it was brutal. Hair, all it was that brutal. sort of stuff. He'd go around my mate's place and grab a little tinny and shit, and be like, "Fucking buy a quarter cunt. What's yeah. fucking wrong with you? Where's your money?" You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a major label, major label deal. Like all them deals are. He had songs with Anthony Mundine for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah. Last time I seen him, he was playing at the fucking Bazabar or Barabar. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To no one? <laughs> me, the barman, and the fucking yeah, yeah, cleaner. Yeah. No, yeah. there's a couple couple heads yeah. there, but yeah. Uh, I'm pretty what? sure. Oh, sorry, bro. No, you're right. No, I'm pretty sure Mark Holden's um, like known for that shit. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. He's a fucking snake. Yeah. Fucking snake. 100%. <laughs> He's like, he's like a fucking C grade Simon Cow. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to be Simon yeah, Cow. Yeah, yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah, straight up. But yeah, so, um, and I got into the local scene because I used to just like, when I was about 12, 13, I'd spend heaps of time in the city by myself and just walk around the city. Yeah. And I came across a writer who's originally from Perth, High Five. Um, okay. And he was sitting in Salamanca with a boombox and his dog listening to Biz Marquee. And I knew who Biz Marquee was because I was obsessed with beatboxing. Yeah, yeah. So I just went and just harassed him. I was like, what are you listening to? And, um, yeah, it turns out he's, like, in SBX and was good mates with, like, Hunts and all that, you really? know. And, yeah, and what happened with him, he moved to Tassie in, like, 2001 because his dad bought a whiskey distillery down there. <laughs> yeah. So he, he moved down and um, he, sp- like, spent about a year hanging around the scene and then he ended up becoming friends with, like, Tom Ray, Topsky and Rumman. And they were the kind of local guys from Hobart. Okay. Whereas, and back in those days, Gargs, Bunks, and um, Taunts were from the other side of the river. Yep. yep and yep. they were like improvised, I think. Pretty yeah, improvised. Yeah, back that's then. right. And yep. um, yeah, where the guys from Hobart, they were like F Posse. That was mm. their crew. Okay. And um, yeah, so High Five became good mates with F Posse. And I think this was around the time all those fellas started moving to Melbourne and, you know, kind of branching out over in that yeah, yeah, scene yeah, yeah. and started high getting, and, you know. Started getting the dole loans and crossing Bass Strait and heading <laughs> yeah, to the fucking yeah. nearest major capital. Yeah, like, straight yeah, up, yeah. yeah. And it was definitely back then, like, Melbourne had a scene, Hobart was exactly. nothing, like, yeah, you know, yeah. eight, eight or so people, yeah. a few writers. What's the fucking, what is, like, the like if you don't mind me asking, mm. and just for fucking listeners, obviously, man, the geographics of Tasmania, man, being that you've spent, uh, you know, you spent a chunk of time there, yeah. and <clears throat> that is, you know, you are largely associated with Tassie. You're yeah. a Tasmanian MC. Yeah. You know, you've made no, your name. Yeah, bro, yeah. brother, it's fucking, it's beautiful, and you've made yeah. your name on the mainland. Like, the geographics of Tassie, how's it all broken up, man? Like, is it, you know, is it like a south, east, west yeah. fucking? it's pretty much just the north and south. Is it? Yeah. It's like Hobart and Launceston are the two biggest cities. Yeah. Um, Hobart's 250,000, where Fuck. Launceston's Fuck. about, I think Launceston's about 150,000. Really? No shit. And then... The rest is all scattered out. There's, yeah. there's a few towns up on the north side completely. Yeah. The west coast is ghost town. Is like it really? it's it's old, like deep forests. Um, there's heaps of abandoned old mining towns all through there from when they first came out. And <coughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a small little town there, but maybe I think like a thousand people live on the west coast. Fuck. Where the east coast of Tassie is like nice little um, bay towns with, you know, a nice beach, and that's mm. the kind of tourist side that everyone. A couple of bed and breakfasts. Yeah, heaps fucking, of all that sort of cafes shit. and shit. Yeah. yeah, there's like something called Bay of Fires because it looks like it's all um, 
a light on fire at sunset. It's a beautiful place, yeah. yeah. yeah There's yeah. not many people live on the east coast. It's just like Hobart and Launceston. Yeah, once I went to Tassie when I was I had an aunt who ran, funnily enough, a bed and breakfast down there. <laughs> yeah. When I was you know, when I was but I was a fucking kid, man. I haven't yeah, been no, there since yesterday. Didn't was, you go down time. and meet Dundee down there one time? Bro, I fuck you know what, man? And in lead up to like knowing you were coming on this week, man, I was thinking because I you know, just going through a few videos and shit, Dundee. I think I met him in Melbourne. Because yeah, I was right. like, man, I have a fucking, I have some vague memory of meeting that dude somewhere. Yeah, I think he hooked you up some grain or something like that. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Fuck. it was up here in Brisbane when he yeah, was doing battles where, and stuff I, I, like I'm that. I'm positive I've met Dundee. You have, yeah. yeah I know yeah. I've had a chat with him about you. Yeah. 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 I don't know where the fuck. I thought it might have been Melbourne, maybe. It all blurs after the world. Oh, can't, like, and you can't mm, keep up. It's yeah. just like, man. But yeah, I remember meeting Dundee. He was a good dude, though. That's yeah, he's my brother. That's what I remember of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a king. Yeah, I, I like so he's a few years older than me. When I was like, so I met this writer. He put me on to mp3.com.au, mm. which I remember I found like uh, Dundee was on there, bef- Dundee L before yeah, it got released, and it was yeah. all unmixed, and there was like missing verses and shit. Fuck. There was like Train of Thought, Art of War. Wow. Um, I'm just trying to think who else I came across then. That's bugged out you mentioned Art of War because I was listening to that fucking track of theirs just recently yeah, off really? the um off that obesity compilation. That yeah, um, no slob shit. my knob joint. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, yeah that yeah. slob my knob joint is a fucking classic. But sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, that, you're right, bro. You yeah. just remind me of it. Yeah, no, I'm like, lucky enough to catch up with Minus in the last couple of years. True. Yeah. Cracked on with him because yeah, I grew up loving that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Yeah, when you're a teenager, you have reflections. Remember that one? Yep. You know, yeah. That bar about the fucking the hose being too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Resonated with every like fifteen year old across Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember what was their what was the album? They only oh well, I mean, I, I suppose they went and put out those EPs as well because those cunts went up working with like Little Wayne. Yeah, they were, they were on dudes. the shit, on the shit early, eh? Yeah, yeah, on that shit early. Yeah, but that first album was it the first chapter or the third chapter or, or was it called something entirely different? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. It was a good album. Yeah, first ever true. HG Posse cut and it was like fucking eight minutes long because it was every member on one song. Yeah. But that's slob my knob joint off obesity. But yeah, fuck, sorry, brother. Yeah, I don't right, even know yeah. where we were. Yeah, you're right. No, so that's <laughs> just how I came across Aussie hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then as I got older, they used to have rap battles down in Salamanca, and I just <clears throat> found out about them. So I'd go down like when I know the battle nights were, and just hang out in the front of the, the the club or the pub, which depends which one it was at, mm. and just wait for it. All the MCs to come out for Siggy's, yeah. just like be the little beatboxer, like who's keeping a cipher? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just hanging for that cipher, like yeah. before I could get in the Were club. You underage at this point? Yeah, I was like fifteen because yeah. yeah. I, I went. I lived in America for a little bit when I was a teenager. I went back. No I lived with my dad in Texas what? for a while. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. How was that? I was random as fuck. Well, yeah. like, so I got. Yeah. A, I, I ran a mark as a kid. You know, yeah. grew up with my, my dad around, being in America, yeah. listening to Eminem. Like, yeah, fuck the world. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. So got expelled and um, <laughs> ran, ran <laughs> a mark. And mum didn't, you know, couldn't put up with it no more. So she's like, back to America. And yeah, she sent me over there. My dad's a truck driver. Um, same. And well, it was. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah. State truck driver. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, my dad did car hauling. Yeah. Yeah. And he so mainly cross country like New York to LA. Fuck. And so he picked me That's up in LA. Country, yeah. yeah. And he's done it for like forever. Yeah. And um, so I lived with him in the truck for a fair while. And then, because I was only meant to kind of go over there to like, Go see your father and sort out your issues. Yeah, yeah. And then my dad was Came like, back with fucking twenty fucking more. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what happened was, um, my dad's like, "Well, do you want to live here and start school here?" Because we had a house in Texas, so we drive down from LA to Texas, stay for the weekend, 
then drive up to New York or through the south, uh, drop the load of cars off. Well, base, the, the base was in Long Island. And so then we pick up another load of cars there and then drive back down to Texas. Sick. Weekend there, then up to LA. Yeah. And I did that for a fair while. Yeah. And um, then, yeah, well, uh, my dad's like, you want to stay? And I was like, yeah, sweet. This is sick. You know, fucking I'm in America. This is mad, you yeah. know. And so I started grade nine at, uh, at Terrell District High School in this town called Terrell, um, east of Dallas. It's yeah. like in Fort Worth near like Mesquite. I don't okay. know if you know much Texas I've shit. I've Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah, in that sort of yeah. Fort Worth area. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I started grade nine there. And because, uh, yeah, my, my dad was married to this chick from Texas. And she was never able to have kids. Mm. So at first she was like, you're my stepson. I'm going to take you to NASCAR. Here's a packet of cigarettes. We're going to be best friends. Smoking yeah. some Newports. Yeah, yeah. Smoking some Newports and shit. We'd sit on the porch smoking cigarettes while she swore at the neighbourhood. Like, <laughs> you asshole. Like, just yelling at people. Like, Get the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she made me kill a snapper turtle. What? I'll never forget it. What? Yeah, well, she didn't like... Snapper turtles are a big pest in Texas. Oh, no, right. They come in from, like, the... Because it's pre- really, like, humid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the turtle man's from? That dude who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's east of Texas. That's like the south. You know what I mean? So, so all the snappers come out like wet, like west from the the swamps. You know what I mean? And they're just like, like when you cruise around the streets, you see flattened snapper turtle shells everywhere. That's like their main roadkill. Really? Yeah. Fuck. And um, do you need a drink? Yeah, I got a drink. You want a drink? Yeah. Cheers. You want one of these? Asahi's? Yeah, sounds good, bro. That's nice. That's, That's crazy cool. that you went to school in America. I'm a good for the moment. <laughs> yeah, Maybe how was that, like, cult- so, culturally? It only lasted a few months because what happened was my stepmom loved me and then it flipped and then she resented the fuck out of me. True. And uh, she was like, my dad, like, he brought him here to rub it in my face. He couldn't have kids. You know uh, what I mean? Like, it just went pear-shaped. Yeah. And because my dad was on the road again, so I'm with her five days a week. Uh, and... You know, and then the resentment come, grew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, then yeah. he'd come back on the weekend. She'd be like, oh, I'm looking after him all week. You're on the road. And I just, yeah. So she ended up kicking me out. Oh. So then I had to come back <laughs> to oh, Australia. Okay, now. Was it yeah. like going to school there? Like, it was hectic. I could, yeah. Were you like the token Australian kid? Yeah, so my first oh, day. How many other Australian kids yeah, were fucking shit. there? Yeah, none. <laughs> That's why yeah, you yeah. don't host a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so my first day, like, I've rocked in. <laughs> And, um, Play your role, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the first day I rocked in, um, no one knew I was Australian because I didn't really talk to anyone apart from, like, teachers told me where to go. Mm. And then I went to the um, the medical bay to fill out a form to see if I'd had all the right um, immunisations to mm. go to school in America, being yeah. an international person or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in the medical bay talking to the nurse and in the medical bay was about eight pregnant chicks. <laughs> At, at like high school, oh all with morning sickness. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they Fuck. heard me talking to the nurse. Yeah. And so I've talked to the nurse and I've sat down and all these chicks are like giggling and they're like, say something. You know, yeah, no, so I was, yeah, yeah, say, then, say, that's not a knife. This yeah, is a knife. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, yeah, then yeah. It's, it's, you're Australian. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, do you ride kangaroos? And, you know, like, just, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, this is like rural Texas, yeah, you course. know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, by lunchtime, I had a good, like, half of the school coming up to me going, oh, you're Australian. Yeah. Like, heaps of them were like, you Austrian? Like, yeah. Austrian. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's heaps of Hispanic dudes there and all of them like, you Austrian, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> you Austrian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good day, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. Yeah, that must have been some different shit. How old it were was. you? I was 14. 
Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Still what, a crazy age to be. Yeah, what an too. age to have to be in a fucking American school, like yeah. just like fish out of water shit. Like a, yeah. I feel like 14's a year when everybody sort of like becomes their first That's right. stage of who they are now. That's right, yeah. man. That's right. Yeah, 14's mm-hmm. definitely that age. When the school had its own police force. Like with two cops walking around, yeah. strapped with a taser. They had that yeah, at really? Colin Grove here. They've yeah. got like school-based carry police state officers and stuff. Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every like, you'd be at the servo waiting in line to get ciggies, and the six guys in front of you all have. You know, the holsters with the pearl hand, the revolvers. And, yeah, the gas station. <laughs> the gas station. <laughs> with the big hats. You know, they're Texas. Yeah. They love it. They're like, because Texas nearly was its own country for a bit. They yeah, had like probably. their own little civil war. I can't remember exactly, but yeah. they're just like, we're Texas. And, yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they love it. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking. Texas Rangers. Uh, and, and this is 2004, so this is when George Bush Ooh. just got elected. So oh, they yeah. were fucking. They were loving it. They were on a level. They loving were like, it. Texas runs the world. W, you know? yeah. like, W's yeah, in. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they're loving it. 100%. So, yeah. Because W is easy. He was a Texan, wasn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Exactly. It was yeah, it was interesting to be there for that because Fuck. like the neighborhoods were just like everyone, all the white people anyway, yeah, were all course. just fucking cheering. Yeah, but where yeah, I yeah. lived was like mainly Hispanic and yeah, crazy. Just he- heaps of Hispanic like sort of yeah. families and stuff. What did like you do that. outside and, of school there, like hobby wise? Not much. No. Like just walked just chill on the just, ranch. Yeah, just walked around <laughs> the like the neighborhood and like I had a few friends. Well, this mate Jose that lived down the road Did and I just chilled with him. Jose. No. <laughs> Jose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose I don't believe you lived amongst Hispanics, cunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Best mate was Jose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, There's like 30 Jose's. Like, yeah, you know, for real, cunt. Yeah. Everyone was Jose. But yeah, no, he was cool, cunt. But other than that, not much really. Like, um, just just lurk the neighbourhoods. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just go big missions and walk around. Is it like vivid around. in your head or is it just Yeah, like... I can remember it perfectly, yeah. Um, it was a pretty like... It's yeah, real green sort of side of Texas. Trees hang low over to the street. Yeah, all the houses are the same with a little porch and. See, that's the opposite know, of just... what I was picturing. I was picturing like red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, can't sit on the porch with a shotgun. Yeah. It's really green, like down in Austin, like moss grows on the side of houses. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. And wow. And we had like just crazy lightning storms and heat. Like some days it was so humid, like you'd spark up a cigarette, have a drag, and by the time you take another drag, it's out because it was just damp yeah. in the air, you know? Fuck. So you couldn't even smoke outside. So even, what age did you start smoking? Well, I was like 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when yeah, I got yeah. to America, my dad, like, he was just like, yeah, you're going to smoke, smoke, you know? But he had, we smoked Winston's and they were added to free Ooh. cigarettes ah, yeah. and they yeah. were really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cheap, <laughs> cheaper, so still cheaper. Yeah, yeah, it was like 20 bucks for a carton. Nah, nah. Yeah. No, I went mushroom picking a lot in Tassie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But not so much in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't I, I smoked weed with Jose a couple times. And <laughs> Mexican dirt weed. Yeah, yeah. He blew out when I smoked the whole cone. Really? That was a thing. He was like, Man, you don't mean to do that. Like copping dime bags and shit. Yeah. No, I just I just followed did what Jose I did. The whole bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and then um, you and then when at what stage? so you come back to fucking Tassie from there? So, so yeah, I like Came back to Tassie and I had like big kind of beef with my stepdad sort of thing. Mm. Clashed with him, was back out. Mm. Um, I lived in a shelter for a while. I was on the street for like a little bit, just crashing in car parks and shit like that. Mm. It was, was a real good car park that was like... <laughs> you found a nice comfy one. Yeah, a nice yeah. comfy one. You know. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Freshly yeah. laid. You I know. set up my own spot, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it was tucked away. No one had Between the there. white lines, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then... 
well, go down to those rap battles. Yeah. And eventually, after the second or third time, everyone was like, oh, you can come back to the after party. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I was just like, go back to the after parties. And then um, this fella, Rowdy, who's like an uh, older rapper from Tassie, he gave me a, a oh, room no, to rent. Rowdy. Yeah, Red yeah, Nut. Rowdy. Yeah. yeah, he came up for a few of the real talks back in the day. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's he's just a rapper, and, but he just came and did a few of those battles when yeah, that whole thing was popping off. Yeah. Drum and bass, wasn't well, was he? Yeah, he's, a... like, he, he, he's made acoustic. He's actually Mark Holden's cousin. Is Fuck off. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Shit. There you go. There you go. There's a, there's a random... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember Rowdy. He's yeah, fucking... but he's, he's a good singer. He's, a, he's in heaps of shit. Yeah, he's rap. made acoustic albums. No he's made shit. techno albums. Yeah. He's got bars. you got bars? Got, I remember one of his lines was like, I roll, up, I roll up in your place and I light it up. I'm like sex in a jetpack. Fly as fuck. There you go. Yeah, bars. Yeah. Bars. Yeah, he, he was making music again recently as well. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so I moved in with him and then that was just like the after, after party sort of spot, you know, that people go to record and get pissed for the older scene. Yeah. And I was like 16 at the time I moved in there and I knew all the – Riders my age and all the cunts that were freestyling in the parks my age um, from around Hobart, mm. you know, and all, all of us teenagers that were into it. And so when we mo I moved into this house, we just kind of connected the whole scene together. And that was like one of the first times, yeah, Tazzy Hip Hop really came together. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Tommy Ray put on a gig called Homebrew. Okay. And that was, this is early 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where like everyone kind of came together and, um, we made like a video clip for a posse track not long, not long after that, and that was like the first Tazzy hip hop sort of video. And that's crazy, crazy yeah. dude. And Actually, just, just just backtracking, just briefly, man. We'll come back. Like mm. we're fucking shit. We'll just go. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But what were cunts listening to in Texas when you were there? Like you came from fucking Australia. Country you're a hip hop music. fan going there, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, like at the time, well, this is the first time I ever had like a cipher. Was at school in America. Mm. Um, at the bus stop, all these guys used to like have ciphers and they tap pens and rap to tap them with the pens oh, and they shit. could fucking tap like gangsters, man. Like, just, yeah, yeah. Just the maddest rhythms and they get it vibing, you know what yeah, I mean? Shake that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and um, after like a week or two of being tap there, I, beat I beatboxed boy. to someone and someone took me down to there and they, I went because everyone just called me Australia. They're like, yeah, it's yeah. Australia. And like, yeah. Australia can beatbox. And so I started beatboxing for these guys where they um, cipher. And that was the first time I ever had a proper, like, cipher like that. Yeah. Smart. And then they kept jamming me up to, to rap. And I was like, oh, I don't know how, you know. And they're like, bring a rap, bring a rap. So I went home and I, I wrote, like, the first ever eight bars that I'd ever written. Yeah. And I think I got about, like, six bars into it and I just, like, couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> and so I panicked. So you wrote your first raps in Texas? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. But and then panked and what, freestyle? And then bit two 50 cent bars. Oh, no shit, for real. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Did you get called out? They yeah. Like, yeah. 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 What was it? I want them to love me like they love Park or some shit. Like, no, it, was, it was something about um, glass house. You shouldn't throw rocks. you got a glass house. Yeah. you got a glass George, you watch your mouth or some shit. And the cypher just stopped and they all just looked at me like, really, Australia? <laughs> You think you, you think you can come here? You think you can come here and bite fifty? But the, one of the reasons I asked too is because Texas has a rich 
rap history, man. Yeah. Like, rap a lot records and yeah, all that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they had some crazy shit out yeah. of that state. Like, you know, when I was a kid, when I was probably a similar age, like fucking 11, 12, 13, I remember hearing shit on rap a lot records, the Ghetto Boys, the Convicts, yeah, yeah, Fifth Ward, fucking. Stuff, yeah. Man, like, and that was all Texan rap, a yeah. lot of it, you know? Yeah, yeah well, when, us. <laughs> when I was um, living there, VH1, Channel VH1 had this, like, um, Do you mind if I smoke, Ross? Sorry. Nah, you're all good. Is that good? I'll open the front door. Sorry, mate. You're right, bro. Um, VH1 in America was sick. Yeah. And it just used to have like full day docos about hip hop, different culture, all sorts of shit. Yeah. So I learned a lot more from like being over there. But at school, no one was like talking to me about local shit or anything like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah, so it wasn't. And this is very rural Texas, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. pretty far from the pulse of, I imagine, where yeah. a lot of um, that stuff would have been happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, what's the capital there in Texas? Houston, isn't it? Oh, Houston. Is it Houston? Yeah, Dallas, Dallas. Dallas. Oh, yeah. Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. There's Houston, yeah. Dallas, and Austin. They're the three main ones. They're the three major cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you yeah. ripping off your beatboxing when you were you, di- were you beatboxing just Rozelle? <laughs> no, I think I was just doing like a cipher <laughs> beatbox. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you, know, you can get away with that classic <laughs> four on four without you know. <laughs> but um, you know, they might not have even known who Rozelle was, but yeah, yeah I, was, I wasn't not. getting away with biting fifty. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> When you're yeah. rapping, were you rapping in an Australian accent and the 50 bars in an American one? Like, ah, well, yeah. I think that's bitten. <laughs> I have no idea. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have yeah. no idea what accent I would have been Speaking rapping. Of, I reckon I would have been trying to sort of rap in an American accent, yeah, yeah. I assume. I think everybody the did thing when is, they first started. Also, when yeah. I got on that plane back to Australia, everyone sounded like, good I. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm. I realised like I had a bit of an accent at that point from being there for a while. Yeah. And I when, I find when I'm like telling a story, if I impersonate someone in the third person sort of thing, I'll just do it in an American accent. Yeah, so many cunts do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah, yeah. like that. So, yeah. Or if I get real drunk sometimes it'll come out. But American yeah. reels. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> GD, you know, mate. Like, if, it, if I ever like talk to my grandma and I was like, hey, Andrew, how are you? You know, like that strong, like thick American accent. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. So. But then back in Tassie, man, like yeah. fucking. Well, who was but, coming- but the thing is, because like, all right, so like you know how we kind of grew up with Australia looking up to American mm, hip hop. You know what I mean? Of course. And do you know what cultural cringe is? Don't know. So it's a thing that happens in different countries, and Australia suffers from it like the worst out of Western countries, yeah. where we kind of because of our fucking history and because of our history of being behind with the media, yeah. we always looked up to America and England and tried to replicate them of because we kind and of we felt like at the, our own country. yeah we cringed yeah. at our own cu- culture. We felt like you know the awkward little cousin. Like, oh. We still do, and that. we still I, do. I still preach about that all a hundred percent. And like throughout the entertainment industry, like. You know, there's there's artists or musicians or comedians or just personalities that you can see they they either chose which way to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And hustled it in different ways. And like yeah. Rodney Roode's a good example. Oh. Like, because he, you watch him at his start when he got back from America. He did ten years over there um, yeah. doing stand up. Came back, went on Hey Saturday. He was like, Hey, Treadin said, "How you going?" Mm. And then he realised that wasn't in, nah. Yeah, you know, yeah. he, he wouldn't fit in with these guys that were trying to appeal <laughs> to to that. And then, yeah, eight years later, hey, 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 fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's it. But that can't sell hey, more records than fucking yeah. any mm. musician in Australia. Oh, and what a fucking, and, what a man that can't, like, like, oh. man, 
Like stand-up, dude. I mean, we're going to get into all the stand-up shit, but fucking Rodney Rue, Kevin Bloody Wilson. I mean, those cunts can't probably even get a gig today, man, with some of the shit that they used to pop off with. Do you know about Rodney Rue taking the state of Queensland to court? No. Whoa, you're going to love this because yeah. he's the original band in Queensland. Fill us in. Fill us in. So Rodney Rude used to get arrested at his shows in Queensland. Yeah, 80s? Yeah, yeah, in the oh, 80s. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Couldn't so, say so. So he, he'd do like he'd just go in on Queensland police to the point where they were rocking up and arresting him. Yeah. And Rodney Rude took the state of Queensland to court with his life savings, like literally risked everything, went yeah. to court. And in the end, he uh, made the judge read a page of his jokes out to the courtroom and he said, if you can read the page without laughing, I'll never perform again. <laughs> and the judge pissed himself yeah, like, yeah, yeah, two yeah. lines in and Rodney beat the state of Queensland and changed the laws for like oh. freedom of speech in Australia. Really? And then he went to WA and did the same thing because guys like Angry Anderson have been getting arrested for it yeah. and all sorts of different... Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Well, Queensland was a police state in that exactly, era. Exactly, yeah. Like I remember fucking... Um, it was the same with the punk era. And, dude, and that's what I was yeah. about to go into that, man, because Dead Kennedys came to fucking Brisbane, played at Festival Hall in like I think late 70s, early 80s. Man, there was cops. There was fucking riot squad out there. Yeah. Like they were there to be arrested, you know, just... For, for fuck, I mean, Dead Kennedys weren't even that offensive. It was just political fucking commentary at the time. But yeah, yeah, just, yeah man, very much the that hype, place. I think. Like, What's that? Because we didn't have too many bands at the time. Like, no, Brisbane had stuff. a rich history of bands was, at that time. Yeah, rich yeah, history, massive. man. Rich like, history. That were all the BGS. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. BGS. But Redcliffe boys. But, you know, beyond that, I mean, fucking Brisbane had a fucking thriving punk rock scene yeah. that was huge, you know, and it fucking essentially banded against the Joe era, you know, yeah, which yeah. was that, you know. Sure but then, is. I mean, Brisbane's kind of carried that legacy on, like fucking Campbell Newman and all those kind of things. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, all the way up to fucking almost present day. You know, I wonder like, why he got it only in for a year. Like, yeah, yeah, there you fucking have it. <laughs> There you fucking have it, but fucking yeah, Rodney when, Rue, man. When did you? Uh, yeah, so with this, oh, I went straight mm, off, but continue. with the cultural cringe thing, mm. Rodney Rude was a good example of he embraced Australian culture. He he created an image that reflected his audience, and blew up way more than all of these people that were on TV. Everyone's yeah. watching them at home, yeah. but this guy was, you know, like when Rodney Rude oh, came no, to town, like this. fucking every, everyone's losing it. Oh, he was bro. just like, you know. I remember Rodney Root as a kid. Like, man, everyone, like, you know, it's that, it's that fucking Eddie Murphy story of listening to Richard Pryor. You know, yeah. you'd go down, you'd put the headphones on and you'd be yeah. listening to Richard Pryor joke. Man, we were doing that with Eddie Murphy, man. With, with Eddie, Rodney Root, yeah. With Rodney yeah. Root. It's like Kevin Bloody Wilson. Yeah, anyway. here, it's like, fuck, what's he saying? Like, listen to that tapes, shit. Was, the cassette tapes. Yeah. I've still got two of his records, man. Yeah, I've still got two records. The red one, Rodney Root Live, okay. or one of them, you know. But. Yeah, Dundee sampled on one of the tracks on his album. Yeah. It just dropped not long ago. Yeah, yeah. Cop that, Ben Chicken. Yeah. Pin chicken, pin chicken, pin chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's meant to be his throwaways the that he Ibis? didn't put on the last a- album, and his yeah. last album was called The Phoenix, and it was all about the bird rising from the ashes. Mm. That's a good album. So this is like the throwaways, and it's called The Bin Chicken, but I reckon most of The Bin Chicken should have been on The Phoenix anyway. Yeah. It's just as good. It's yeah, a it's fucking good. Yeah, it really good album. Is it Bin Chicken and Ibis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. But you know, because it's the throwaways <laughs> in the bin sort of thing. That's yeah, that's the, right. the yeah. theme of it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but it's just as good as an album. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why you call it the Bin Chicken, man. Like, <laughs> fucking, a bit, I feel like it's a downgrade, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's fucking dope, man. He killed it. But um, yeah, so because. You know, a lot of Australia, they kind of cringed at our parents' generation and yes. the culture. So we yeah. we looked at other countries for identity and hip-hop in Australia is that exactly, you know what I mean? And 100%. especially for all of us that embraced it and we're like, this represents us, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
and this is what we've become. Because I had that experience in America and I had that experience, I grew up with like talking to my American family. I, I had that kind of cringe with my American family. Yeah, yeah. And especially after being at school there and being like, this is just fucking, this is just, it, you know what I mean? It's not this, like the magical place that we grew up as kids thinking America was. Yeah, yeah. So when I got back, I just <clears throat> embraced and fell in love with Aussie hip hop mm. way more than I liked American hip hop because I was kind of doing the cultural cringe thing for America, yeah, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's where I just like became obsessed with it and then it, it built, you know, like yeah, yeah. gave me a life, friends and yeah. from, you know, moving into that spare room at Rowdy's to here, it hasn't stopped. Mm. It's just been a mission. And, and a great, <laughs> like, a fucking, beyond anything, yeah. a fucking great era of Australian rap to fall oh. in love with. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, that's when this fucking scene was defining its voice. Yeah, you know, up. like, and that shit you're talking about, man, like, very much so, man. Like, fuck, I remember my parents as kid, like, when I was a kid, they had no comprehension of what rap music was, man. Now yeah. there's generations that have grown up with rap music. Parents are rap fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's fucking, it's a different world, man. When I was a kid, like, fuck, man, you couldn't play, I couldn't play nothing in my old man's car. I couldn't play, you know, I could barely play this shit at home. With me, yeah. I mean, I'm early 20s and my dad's like fucking Beatles, my mum's yeah. Abba and like yeah. when I was listening to like fucking, it would have been like Jurassic 5 mm, back mm, in the day. They were like, mm. what the fuck is this? Oh, this man. Off, like, I was playing fucking Public Enemy. NWA, Run DMC, Ice Cube, then, you know, then as the list goes on, as the years go on, yeah. but, like, fuck, man, like, your parents would sit there and look at you like they did something fucking wrong, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's half like, the parents these days are listening to all the new trap rap. Man, well, the, guess what? <laughs> the parents these days are naming their kids after rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. this is the thing. Right, sure. my, mate, my mate, Birdbrain's daughter, like, I was having dinner with him, mm. and, well, um, his partner Glocks was pregnant, and he's going, man, imagine you're calling your daughter Eminem or Jay-Z or something. <laughs> and I was going, well, bro, you could call her Jay-Z, like J-A-Y-Z. <laughs> <Jay -Z. laughs> Done. Jay-Z's eight years old now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no way. Jay-Z. Grandparents love the name. That's a beautiful wow. name. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. quite way differently to what I thought. Yeah, for real. But, you know, you hear that when fucking, um, I think, who is it, ASAP Rocky? His real name's Rakim. Yeah, yeah. Is it ASAP Rocky? Yeah, no shit. Could be. I don't know. And it's like, it's like, man, his parents are of that generation. They named their son Rakim. Yeah. ASAP Rocky or ASAP Ferg, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but then yeah. ASAP Ferg. I actually met ASAP Ferg a couple Bullshit. of weeks ago. Bullshit. Oh, because he was here. At Hidden Festival, I was uh, well, his old man's backstage. A, and yeah, his old man's a New York legend. everybody who dapped him up. And I was like... For some reason, when he was walking down the stairs, the first thing I was like, "Oh yeah, that was dope, bruh." Like yeah. said, "Bruh," like a fucking loser. But he was like, "Yeah, mad and dap me up." And then the dude who I was with, who was like the headliner after him, yeah, yeah. was like, "Man, never shake your hand again." He just stabbed you up, man. Like, holy <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dope, man." Yeah, yeah he's sick. He, he, uh, that was like a week before he went and linked up with those uh, one four guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where were we? Um, cultural cringe. From Do you reckon nice. cultural cringe no, no, I was just... has returned? Because cultural cringe returned. Like, it's a consist it's a consistent thing, and I think like as globalization kicks in, because fucking phones and iPads have changed the game. That's a good question. You know, it's like I mean, one thing I noticed growing up in Tassie, like we, like 
early days, we had to wait longer for movies to get to Tassie, to the cinemas. We had to wait. Like, our fashion was the shit that didn't sell for three years in Melbourne. And then then we get it. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) These guns were wearing Echo in 2010. Real talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Burbrain's still wearing Echo. But just on on that same theme, that cultural cringe thing is very fucking real for the sheer fact that the shit we grew up on Australian hip hop wise, like yeah. the shit that got us into Australian hip hop, has now been cringed at yeah. for its for its ocker nature. For We've the become our voice. parents. That's that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, you know? It's like how weird is it in the last like two three years? Now it's like our own country can't accept our own. Accent that's right. That's right. And all that sort of shit. Like it, it, I felt like it settled down like around 2014, 2013, like hectically, mm, and yeah. then. Since a new wave has come in, some of them aren't just doing the gen- like. Obviously, the sounds are changing, but some are taking on the international sound way more, and like yeah. some are blowing up. And then people are going, "Oh, what?" And then being like, "Nah, that's sweet." Or well, well, they're, well, like- they're specifically rebelling against what people thought was barbecue rap, yeah, yeah, which was yeah. Australian hip hop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. you know, it's interesting to watch. <laughs> Media, it is very interesting to have watched, man. There's a few blogs ran. Um, I know one blog uh, out of Melbourne's ran by a bloke that raps. He's straight Aussie, but raps in like a southern... Well, don't talk in fucking cryptic southern fucking cryptic sentences, cunt. <laughs> Name yeah. him. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, one of... A what you blog was from, that, We were just talking about that cunt before. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's rapping again now. He's so dope. He's got a blog now, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Lee, 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 Lee Monroe. Yeah, Lee Monroe. A podcast. Uh, Lee Monroe. He's a good dude too. He's a, yeah. Yeah. And... Well, I think uh, I can't remember if you said it's this. Vicky O six. No, it was even earlier than that. Yeah, I he think. would have been probably earlier than. I 06. remember seeing it like Channel V, yeah, like when one. when Channel V were doing the battle tours those days. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it around then. Well, I remember fucking label. Yeah, because Bias released a track like, um, paint like you know, basically ratting on Fig Kid like. Yeah. You know, the, the line was there, and then along comes Fig Kid. What a fucking embarrassment! I'm ashamed to be rapping when you know, blah blah blah. And it was about like Fig Kid rocking that American accent. Yeah. Yeah. Even I still ain't figured out what the fuck a Fig Bro, Kid is. This is what I was about to say. So that was 06. So Fig Kid must have just been around then because that was that yeah. line. Yeah, He's saying, yeah, yeah. "A rich kid shit fuck what you bitch prick think," and I still ain't figured yeah, out what the fuck a Fig Kid, kid is. is. Yeah. And that was 06. That was on hosp- yeah. hospice. Yeah. Hospice. Yeah. He has come yeah. out and um, discussed that, like the whole yeah. being yeah, signed yeah, to a major yeah. label, the whole accent thing, but. For the last probably five years, he's um, come rebranded as Lee Munro. Yeah, 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 that's what we were just saying. Like, yeah. he's yeah. Now. And, yeah. And, and, thing is, it's, uh, yeah, once again, it was that cultural dude. cringe, you know mm. what I mean? And Aussie mm. hip hop was such a niche thing. And, like, I'm at the same deal, like, getting angry at cunts out the front of gigs when I was 20 for rapping in American accents. Yeah. Now yeah. I just don't give a fuck. I still like, at the end of the day, it's like, <laughs> Who are we to define what anything should be? Yeah, and, you know what I mean? And like, who are we to say that you can't, like, so, like, that's not natural? Well, maybe it's nat- like playing devil's advocate. Maybe yeah. it's natural for them to rap that yeah. way. That's it's just it. like the singing who knows? accent. It's just like you hear yeah. others sing and they always barely been a twang. speak English. Yeah. So it's like if all people unify in the one accent singing because it's just like their singing voices, mm. I guess you could play that argument with the accents here, but it's just like... 
It's how you, it's just a more emphasized version. It's, how how you, you it's, cre- it's mm. creativity and it's how you express yeah. that exactly. creativity. Yeah, you know, that's all it is, man. That's all it is. Yeah. If that's what you grew up on and you have no outside reference, there's no sort of anything yeah. beyond that, well, you're going to rap like a fucking American. Yeah, we yeah. all did that probably initially. I yeah. rap yeah. like an American initially. Yeah, yeah. You know? one, one of my good friends, he moved from um, Kenya to Tasmania when he was nine. Yeah. And he got to, he moved to a fucking suburb, Glenorchy. It's where Wombat's from, you mm. know? Yeah, and yeah. fucking. First day he was walking around trying to talk and be friendly to people. Now, Fuck off, you black cunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 so yeah. he went, I'm not going to identify with these people. So he went and listened to Nas. Did you think you were back in Texas? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah, <laughs> fucking, you know, just small town fucking cook shit. But yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. ended up identifying with Nas and he speaks in an American accent. And yeah, yeah. it's funny because I've had other, like, he's a guy I've put on THC and he was on the Tazzy Connection and lots of other tracks. And I've had other people go, what's with his accent? And it's just like, well... <laughs> What do you expect for him to identify Kenyan? with? He's yeah. Kenyan. Yeah, he's yeah. Kenyan. I think he grew up in Kenya mainly. No shit. My 14-year-old brother had an American accent just from watching YouTube. You know, like it's kind of it's leveling out now. But yeah, some of my friends' kids have like know, American accents I'm, from I'm, watching yeah. American YouTubers yeah. on their iPads. It's like, I remember yeah. it when I was in prep. And half the kids thought the alphabet ended in Z yeah, because Z. of Sesame yeah. Street, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and yeah. people were kicking up a stink then, like, Sesame Street's ruining the youth. <laughs> yeah. They, it's they Z, don't know how to Z. say, yeah, yeah, it's Z. <laughs> yeah. Like, corrupting our oh, children. Man, used to say that, bro. Yeah. Don't say Z, it's Z. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people say, why Z or Z? Yeah. Oh. Why Z or Z? They're changing the game. Yeah, they're turning it up. Alphabetical fluidity. Like I used to rap like a sepo a decade later and I'll be like, Keno. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's hip-hop, man. Like, yeah. you know, it comes from America. Like, it comes to Australia and, and we embrace it because it's a, you know, it, we're, it allows people to express themselves poetically through through music, man. That's, yeah. You know, well, it's a natural expression, man. Exactly. If that's what you fucking grew up on and you chose to invest yourself in, then it's a natural expression. Bro, you know? mm. Man, well, yeah, that's it's another fucking... World, you know? There's another thing altogether. But who um, mainly, yeah, mainly like SBX, yeah. all certified. Um, yeah, crossbred. Uh, after yeah. hours, crossbred. All yeah, that shit? Fuck, I loved crossbred back then. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. yeah, like just everything that I could find back then. You know what I mean? Who was making it to Tassie back in the early two thousands? Doing, doing, doing gigs. gigs. Yeah. Reason Reason came down a few times. My first ever support was for Reason and Checkers. Mm. Like the first time I got to open up for yeah, someone well, from the mainland. That was 07. Yep. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, so Reason came down a few times, I think, maybe even with Nuisance. Yeah, um, of course. And then I think Bliss and Asso did a couple of early gigs down there. Yeah. Um, there, w- there would have been other heads coming back and forth. Like mm. I think Obese was sending a few. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, it was easier like, to get to from Melbourne. Like it, if you're a Melbourne yeah, artist, kind of tassy. LC did a few gigs down there back yeah, in the yeah. day. Um, really? LC went, to, LC went to LC yeah. went to Tassie. Yeah. No, I was, I was too young for that. Yeah, true. But I heard all about them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but um, but LC shows in that era, you'd hear about the LC show in Adelaide in Brisbane. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like it'd be like fuck, you know, it'd just be word of mouth. Like That's some it. someone knew someone, and then someone told someone a story, and then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah man, did you hear about the fucking shots rang out at fucking the LC show in Adelaide? Yeah, like you yeah. know, there was all that kind of shit. Yeah, there's what you. Yeah, I, th- I think like I think yeah like. Autism might have come down with them or something like yep. that. Or um, I remember we were supposed to do a show in Tassie once, and it, 
We were supposed to do a Sean Camber and Tazzy, and yeah. the pin got pulled on it. I don't know. That was probably that wasn't that long ago, but that was probably yeah, yeah right. maybe six, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, what, yeah but no sure. one would fly you down, you know. Like, yeah, was, yeah, that's. It's like going to Perth from yeah, Brisbane, man. Like yeah. no one really wants to invest in fucking much. four cunts yeah, yeah. going yeah. Uh, to the opposite side shit. of the country. Yeah, and it's a lot easier now. Yeah, but yeah. Ch- you know, flights have gotten a lot cheaper. Well, let's see with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where that goes. Well, I've been to Perth yeah. once and um, we did a show at the Roseman. And actually, yeah, the Rose fucking is great. my, yeah, but my standout memory of it is getting into Perth and it being the first time to be getting charged $3.50 in an ATM. I was getting like 200 bucks out or something like that. Yeah, man, it was the first time I ever saw that. I was like, what the fuck? What $3.50. Were you getting the 200 bucks out for? <laughs> Guess, cunt. Guess. <laughs> but, um, Fucking three dollar fifty ATM charge, and I remember the dude who was organising the show. He goes, "Yeah, it's a mining town, man. Everything costs more." Yeah. But then mining was fucking leaving yeah, at that yeah. point. You know, this is this is just before my daughter was born, so this is five years ago, and um, yeah, my the industry was slowly moving out of Perth, and it was leaving a lot of you know a lot of those dudes. Man, we got to get more dudes from Perth on onto this oh, yeah, show just bro. to hear that. fucking. Grow up again. We'll yeah, be reaching that. out to fucking you, yeah. mate. Oh, I do heaps of cunts. Yeah, he There's heaps of cunts. Put me up for a whole week in this fucking apartment, just like, yeah, man, you work the bar and you can stay in my fucking house all week, bro. And it was just like, I'd work 12 hour a day, go to his, work the bar at the, at the gallery, at the art gallery, which is like a pop up art gallery, yeah. and fucking go to his at night and fucking, you know, sleep three hours, get the 5 30 train back to wherever the fuck I was and run to work. Mm. And start at six o'clock. I did that for a week, man. That's that grind, yeah. son. Yeah. That is that yeah. grind right there. That is that fucking grind right there. Yeah, Grills, I was going to ask you, what year do you reckon in Tassie was when the first, like, Oz hip-hop artists were, like, flourishing properly? Like, yeah. other than just being local, like, going onto the mainland and flourishing. Who started like, popping? What do you mean, like, what, from Tassie? Yeah, like, what year do you reckon Tassie hip-hop was sort of flourishing into the point where it was but see, nationwide? But even in asking that, has Tassie hip-hop really flourished? Yeah, fucking knows when he started THC TV, Oh, man, yeah, but beyond Grills, beyond Grills, beyond Dundee, beyond Wombat. Like, like, before that, like, because, um, like, obviously you were coming up for, like, rap battles and stuff yeah, and yeah, everybody yeah. knew who you were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, do you remember any point in time before THC TV when it was this, like... Yeah, so, we, uh, Crixus... He was on Cultural Kings too. Mm, he yeah, was, he yeah. was a Hobart guy. Hobart dude. And he had, you know, I think he lived in Melbourne for a while and he had a bit of a network. So Crixus was like, he's a real absolute legend. Mm. But like, when that shit was happening and you saw a Tassie MC on like a big, yeah, um, yeah, on a big like compilation. That, yeah, was yeah. that like big for it, well, man, it, Yeah, hundred percent. As big as Culture of Kings was for Australian yeah, hip hop, sure. you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. That exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like to have Cricks on there was like, Fuck yeah, right. we got one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like. From what I knew of what mainland hip hop thought of Tasmania, I found out from OzHipHop.com. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That era. Yeah. And um, yeah. everyone was just like, fucking, there's no rappers in Tassie, you know. And we copped it a bit. And like all the Tassie scene, we'd use the upcoming gigs for Tasmania forum as our own like forum for everything. Yeah, yeah. We had like Tassie gra- graph threads in there and shit like that. And the fr- forum ended up booting us. So, like, yeah, really? so we, yeah, we started our own website called Tazflow, and that was like yeah, the Tazzy yeah. Hip Hop Forum that yeah. lasted for a few years and that brought people together as well. Yeah. So, um, so Crixus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there was Crixus, and then, like, oh, the Improvise and the Tazzy Boys yep. that are in Melbourne. Yeah. But they would n- n- never really had anything to do with my era of Tazzy Hip Hop, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. kind of really grew yeah. Melbourne and. Um, I grew up around, yeah, F Posse, 
those sort of guys. Um, is that the trajectory of Taz? I don't mean to interrupt, but right. the trajectory of Tasmanian hip hop artists is it to get to the mainland? Well, it used to. Like, I remember when I was young, because after Crixus, there was Medusu. Mm. Did you ever hear of Medusu? Mm, oh, the name What's rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. Medusu. Oh, I haven't spoke to him in a few years, I unfortunately. I like to say Of course, Trav. Yeah. He's dead. But, He's um, dead, Trav. Oh, a bit vicious. Um, I, don't I don't know. Is he? I don't know. Yeah, uh, but like he was, <laughs> he was the man. He was like, "How's he doing?" Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm I don't fucking know, dead. Bro. On me. Um, Dope producer. Yeah, he's an amazing producer, and he was the man. He's he released the first Tazzy hip hop hard copy album. It was called Sounds from Our Town. Uh, Crixus might have done something hard copy. I can't remember, but I remember that album dropped when I was sixteen. Mm. It had like a bird's eye satellite view of Hobart as the front cover. Uh, Dundee had a verse on it. Um, yeah. the, it was just like the, I was obsessed with it. I was like, "This is Tazzy hip hop," you know, like referencing all the streets around Hobart and you know yeah, the yeah. clubs and all that sort of shit. Mm. So that's that. Like for me, I was I was like, "This is the shit." And they ran something called Slut Productions, which <laughs> stood for support nice support local underground talent. Slut Productions. Yes. Holy that's fuck! Yeah. <laughs> and then that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. And Medusa, he actually came from he was a drummer for a band called Felter Aaron and Tazzy that were pretty big in the like um Silverchair days. Yeah, yeah. They did a few yeah. supports for Silverchair and shit like that. And so he came from like grew up as a drummer and then got into like hip hop that way. Dunner's Dundee he went to um school on the Eastern Shore and he like got into hip hop as a teenager and it was in like a band at school where they rapped and it was called um Is that when he had the two Mohawks that we saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, the band was called Unleash the Nugget. Which <laughs> just means taking a shit. Unleash you know? the nugget, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was sick. They were like on some even like a bit of like Cat Empire early vibes, yeah. but with yeah. a Rapping and then Dund- Dundee's brother Anton can sing really well, so he'd sing. Yeah. So they were like the br- two brothers rapping and singing with a big band in high school. Yeah. They won all the Battle of the Bands and you know, it did yeah. real well. And then so Dundee and Medusu linked up and they got together with the two best DJs in Tassie, mm-hmm. which was DJ Damesa. Mm-hmm. And he, he, I think he came like second in the 2004 DMCs. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was our like fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our man. and DJ Grotesque. And Grotesque was the guy that organised all the old battles that I used to go to and hang out the front of. So he was like the main guy kind of making things happen. And um, they all joined a crew, so two rappers and two DJs, and it was called Heads of State. Yeah. And they, 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 were the, they got obese distro. Yeah. Um, so Heads of State was, yeah, like distributed through Obese and the kind of early, more earlier days of everything. Yeah. Um, they did a few gigs on the mainland, like come over to Melbourne and do one or two here. Yeah. Medusa was pretty tight with Pegs. Yeah. Um, he, he had a verse on the Gully Platoon album. Oh, for real? Yeah, with, okay. on a track with Joe New. And, yeah, okay. And, yeah, those guys. And um, so, and yeah, Medusa, and Medusa collabed with The Tongue. Done a fucking um, yeah, lot. he did, did a lot of work lot. with different hero. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did each. And um, yeah, he was my hero for a long time. And um, I think I met him through Dunners. Or yeah, yeah. You? He came over to Melbourne for a while and he was working with Manners. He produced Manners' album, True. MDMA. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was producing for a few different people. But I think he's just doing his own thing now. Yeah, yeah. just chilling. Yeah. Just chilling. But um, yeah, so he, like, that was the first kind of. Yeah, Tazzy sort of thing that kind of popped off for a little bit. Mm. 
and you know they'll get recognition from obese and you know they they do the support for bliss and so remember that style you're mad tight your style is mad tight yeah, yeah, yeah. tazzy what what like yeah. heads of state were in that shot for that video oh, you know yeah. back with yeah. those boys so yeah. i remember when they were in that and i was like tazzy fellas are in a bliss and so video you know what i mean and yeah 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 that was yeah. sick i love yeah. that and um and yeah and then not long after that it just kind of like they they weren't they, i think they did two heads of state albums and then kind of were just doing their own things. Dunners kind of started a new crew and he moved over to Melbourne and he was doing some stuff there, but it wasn't really kicking. And that's when I was like, because I, I went hard on the freestyle battles. I started entering the freestyle battles when I was about 16 or 17. And I was, this is just after Justice won Scribble Jam. Yeah. And I just got obsessed with freestyle battles. So yeah. I was just like fucking watching them religiously, just drinking goon with my friends, just freestyle, freestyle, battle, battle. And because, you know, they'd have the this one pub had put up a hundred buck prize for a freestyle battle once a month. So it just became <coughs> that, oh, I'm going to get you next month, cunt. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, we'd all just spend the money on a couple cartons and all just get pissed anyway, but of that course. was the thing. And so I was obsessed with that. And um, and then the World Rap Championships happened, the ones that uh, 360 and Anecdote mm -hmm. were in. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching all this from Tassie going, this is fucking sick. I want to be a part of all this. You know what I mean? Like, mm. And I think it was at that point I was like, I'm going to battle 360 one day. Yeah. And I was obsessed <laughs> with it. Like yeah. I was I was fucking yeah. obsessed with it just because it was my hero. It was like one of the best battlers in Australia. Yep. They went to New York and fucking battled at the World Rap Championships finals and yep. the Saurus and all those cunts. And I'm like, whoa, you know. And um, so, yeah, I just got so obsessed with it. And then uh, Scribble Jam and all that shit died in America and the World Rap Championships went broke. Mm. There was a big fucking, like, scandal at the the finals and Marv One and Quest McCody from Detroit felt like they got ripped off in a battle against the Saurus and Ilmac, mm. and they ended up stealing the footage from the whole event. And I think they held it ransom for the prize money. It was, it was really, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the full footage from that event never came out because of some fucking Detroit really? gangster shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. That's yeah. it. But because of that, Jump Off, the company that was running the World Rap Championships, just died. Yeah, yeah. and so. Battle rap, at this point, it, it was like world rap championships. It evolved from the freestyle, like from what people were watching around the world. Yeah. And then they started, like, it started in Canada. They started doing the pre-written ones in parks. And everyone was just like, because, you know, Scribble Jam, there was freestyle battles for years. Everyone went, your mums are this, your mums are that. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I fucked like, your missus. Yeah, 2005 was like the peak of it, you know, kind of like, started. yeah, when Scribble was popping. Yeah, yeah all that Asian yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. So when... These guys in America started doing it pre-written. Everyone's like, "Rape your mum, your dad's a fag." Yeah, all yeah, that, like, shit. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these guys are taking it up another level. And the whole battle culture that was just over the freestyle battles of Flog and the Dead Horse, you yeah, know, like yeah. they all evolved with it and went, "No, nah, this is sick. We can actually prepare now." And also, there was always the argument of, "Oh, that was pre-written." Yeah, yeah. You know, so if yeah. everyone's pre-written, we're on the same fucking the same plane. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. So I, wa I was sitting in Tassie watching this evolution of battle rap and I watched it start in Canada, then I watched it start in Florida and then I watched Matt Eels who was running Grind Time in Florida reach out to Lush One in California and then the Cali battle scene just popped because they always had the, the strong freestyle scene. As soon as like, they started doing pre-writtens, it was just fucking on. And as well, they were just all entertaining characters. Like California yeah, 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 yeah. had so much diversity, whereas like you look at the New York battle scene, they're all very similar, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. that's where that popped off. And then 
Um, so yeah. I started organising pre-written rap battles in a skate bowl in Tassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that um, the same one you shot that collective? Yeah, video yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the oldest southern... It's the oldest skate bowl in the southern hemisphere. So Crazy. it's kind of like... Yeah, it's... Like the, the, the wall behind that bowl had the SBX piece, the purple one, that's on the inside of the cover of Going Back to Yokine. Mm. Yeah, 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 that was that piece was done in West Hobart at that skate bowl by High Five we when he lived about in that album. Then. Me, Cursor and Complete on fucking place. It's a classic. Yeah. Cursor was rapping all the old Hunter lyrics and shit. Going back to Yokine. Yeah. 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 All time. breaks with my mates. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, and I started putting on battles there and uploading them to YouTube and I post it in the Oz Hip Hop forums. Is that the starter? Once you got the start of Toast Battles, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... You brought that back again, like... Yeah, we put on a few of... events, you know. I just try to always, like, because sometimes people, nobody wants to do it, so I was like, oh, I, won't, I won't try and harass everyone and be like, oh, is everyone battle, you know what I mean? Because as soon as people are unmotivated, it just turns fucking shit, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, so every few years, when cunts yeah. start asking me, I'll put an event on if you can, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then I got hit up by Keynote, Actually, <laughs> Keynote was the one that invited me to perform at Battle at Got Bay for the first event. Yeah, word. Which, Who's Keynote? Oh, you don't remember? Keynote, he battled 360 and 360 pulled out a letter and read it to him. He, he's a, he's a big of, fellow who used to wear the hat stand past the eyebrows. He's yeah. from Cairns. See, this, Cairns. Is where, this is where I fucking, where I fall flat because I don't know the battle shit yeah. like to, that. To my... To my S- not like that. Keynote, not like that. Keynote was super cringe to so my... So he, he pretty much became a meme. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, really? 360 so, toasted him and yeah, so, served him on a plate of dudes. So at this first Scott Beef event, like, you had, there was, like, anecdote there from Sydney, Justice's 360 Battle Thesaurus of Madness. Yeah. You had Purpose there from Adelaide. Um, me and a few Tassie boys were there. My mate Sporadic battled as well. Case One and Savage Tongue from yeah. Brisbane, um, the guys that I've just been catching up with. Um, yeah, who else was there? Like, I met, I met Mantra that day. Um, Android, Prime yeah. was there. There was all sorts of people there. You know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah. looking back on that event now, it's crazy who was in that room. Yeah. You know, and um, and yeah, I did two battles that day, and three sixty battled this guy Keynote, and for the last round, he just pulled out a written letter about how awkward this guy's life is and how yeah. he just needs to for stop. Keynote got in his and face and was like, "If you mention my daughter one more time, man, I might suck you." Or really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cringe, man. And then Keynote was like. Oh, and then so Sixty's good. like, your daughter's not yours. And just <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't, yeah, yeah. You need to watch it, man. Brutal. It is yeah. so funny. And the thing is, like, I've met, like, some of the best battlers from America and they reckon that moment was one of their favourite moments. There was moments, American judges. You know, yeah. Like, I've never seen anything yeah. like it, but it was it was genius. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never watched a battle with more tension. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. You, you, you can cut it, like, yeah, yeah. you just watch it and you're like, like he's about to get socked. Really? Like, he's well, socked. Like, and then it's almost like, he knows, yeah, like, Curse of Earth's Own Down. Because he was fucking, like, I'm gonna, I'm right. gonna sock you if you talk yeah, about my daughter right. again. And then like, people just clowned him. And then he was just that clown. It was just like you could not come back from that. Fuck. Like, yeah. So, and that's why I kind of said it with a little bit of, but the the real deal is the reason why that event was so good is because Keynote actually could run an event. Decoy was a fuckwit. Was that the same fucking, one as Curses Owned Out? Yeah. 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 I never like I was there for all that shit and that's crazy. Like, um, and Thesaurus was there, so I'm blowing the fuck out, like, because yeah, yeah. these two-time world rap champions from America, yeah. and I'm like, whoa, fuck, I'm you in the same room a, with these. The cunts. first time I was ever meant to watch you battle was against Thesaurus. Yeah, I was going to ask because that's yeah. I'm, I'm aware of the of Thesaurus. Like I'm fucking largely ignorant to a lot of the battle yeah. shit. And we, we went and we were paying him out. Remember, we was that the Thesaurus one? He was met. Gr- ooh, gr- ooh, ooh, and then, ooh. Dude, we, we 
he well, looked clearly like you were at that. He was meant to be battling at uh, that. I pulled uh, out. I didn't want to do it. And then, because, what's it called? Dennison. Yeah, our boy Me and Jake were working at Crush. And then he's hit us up and gone, oh, do you want to come to the battles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like me, you and Bigfoot. We went down there and we were just fucking blind, dude. Like, it was a bad idea. Oh, and we were just like, ooh, ooh. And then this one yeah. American dude was like rapping, uh, um, fuck, who's the other guy? Disaster. He was rapping him dressed up as an Australian or some shit. Yeah. And he goes, you fucking Australian faggot. And we were like, boo. <laughs> and then, ooh. And then the whole fucking building started going, ooh. And you see, like, the, I've got it saved on my phone, footage of this dude looking so scared. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. then like Jake's going, look at that guy's fucking bandoolu jersey. Because he's remember that dude with his split, oh, like, NBA jersey. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I can't remember. I remember that. I, I remember need to that. go to some battles, man, because I was meant to come down at, like, I was on parole when the, um, when the reunion. reunion was happening. Yeah. So, like, fuck, man, I wanted to see Scrub Battle, but, like, yeah. it's crazy. What, Scrub Battle? Against yeah. Arrows, man, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, fucking sick. I reckon he... True. Like, yeah. It was, a, it was yeah. a dope debut. Up here? No, I was in Melbourne. Oh, it was right. a fucking bang. It was a mad debut yeah, yeah. battle, but, Had like, Dundee versus Cogs as yeah. the headline for the yeah. event. Like, no one's yeah. Scrub... Like, being Scrub's best mate, he could have done so much better, but it's his first battle. Yeah, no, man, But it was fucking sick. And it sick. was probably the biggest battle event that's ever happened in Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like Arrows, like, it was rat, like, giving him shit for ages on... No, 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 no. Arrows is sick. I fucking talk to Arrows. No, they, they, they've got respect for each other. But um, but like, yeah, it's crazy what you said before about the old battles that used to happen, and especially at that first Got Beef event, all of you standing in the room, you would have never guessed half of them would be um, nameless, like the timeless names, classics. The yeah. Of, well, I, I remember meeting Curse and Rates and the ABK boys that day. Yeah. Like, and that was, you know, like. That was very early days, you know. Curse, I think, had his his mixtape out on MySpace, and that was about it. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and I got along with those fellas from the get go, you know. And yeah, for sure. I think because they felt like they were a bit outside as well, being like Southwest Sydney boys. Yeah, they yep. just rolled in, you know, lads from Sydney, and I was there with a bunch of rare looking Tasmanians, mm. and we just went, hey. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. you know. Especially we're, for the first battle, then travelling down to Melbourne and all yeah, that. Exactly. That would have been sick because, like, I remember yeah. the first time I travelled outside of Brizzy, I think it was for one of the fully gassed things because I wanted to see Alex Jones perform. Yeah. And I remember going outside of Brizzy and being like, holy shit, I'm, like, in a different city for hip-hop. Like, Dude. this is crazy. Like, like going <laughs> and performing your first thing outside of your own city would have been crazy. That shit was always crazy, man. It was the same story, man. I remember going to fucking Melbourne, Culture Kings 2, going to Adelaide and Melbourne and then Brisbane, like, doing them all with Oath. They were my first trips outside yeah. of Brisbane, 2002. And every I saw time, some footage of one of those sets not long ago. Yeah, possibly. There's some on yeah. YouTube, man. The Adelaide uh, Culture Kings 2 launch yeah. in Adelaide is on YouTube. Yeah, that's the one, I think. They, they played, like, Ken Oates, well, the song, fucking All She Wrote and all that sort of thing. But I remember being down there, man. It was like you felt like a fucking sore thumb almost, man. Like, yeah. You know, and that wasn't even and, the battle scene. That was just being in the hip-hop scene. Yeah, yeah. But because everything was so divided, it was kind of pre- you know, obviously the internet existed, but it didn't exist yeah. in the state that it does today. So it was kind of everyone Very much more seamless. Yeah, to do it now. dude, like the borders were fucking firmly drawn. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you knew you were from Brisbane, you knew he was from it, Melbourne. I think that was like a one of the important like there's important moments throughout Aussie history where a wave starts. Yeah, and Culture of Kings was your guys' wave. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. And it's the people from that wave that worked the hardest that benefited the most out of being a part of that wave because 
you have all these different rappers from around the country come to one spot. Yeah. All of a sudden, the whole country is looking at this one spot. Yeah. yeah and yeah, whoever yeah. shines out of that one spot is going to walk away with it. It's going to yeah, shine. Sure. And you know, yeah. like with the, co- the opportunity, exactly. And like you know, look at the Cultural Kings and like you see the hoods uh, that, on yes. that footage, and you can see the early professionalism back yeah. then and yeah. how yeah. serious they were taking it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And then that Melbourne show, like that Melbourne show I'm talking about, Brothers Stony co-headlined with the Hilltop Hoods. Yeah. So Lazy and Lenny, it wasn't like a co-headline, but it was Brothers Stoney, then the Hoods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it was, was like, like and I agree, man. Yeah. And then name. prior to that, you had fucking Bob Balance come out and do one song, and he brings out Brad Strutt, Trem, and fucking Jay Red on the decks. Yeah, so it was yeah. like watching one song by Lyrical Commission. Yeah. No one had seen a Lyrical Commission show at that stage. This yeah. is 02, yeah. you know? So Balance comes out and does You Got a Problem, and does one fucking song. And I remember sta- I remember standing there and I was standing with Oath and Flack yeah. from Crossbred yeah. Mongrels. And Flack is like, one fucking song, tell him to do a fucking another. Yeah, like he's in the crowd. Yeah, he's just yeah, like, yeah. tell these cunts to do another fucking song. Because LC walk out on stage, just do Got a Problem and walk the fuck off. Yeah, like that was that problem. fucking, that was what that was. Brothers Stoney, LC, yeah. Hilltop Hoods, fucking boom, boom, boom. Countless names on that fucking yeah. Terra Firma, Ken Oath, fucking yeah, yeah. everyone. You know, like it was crazy. Man. 100%, crazy, man. crazy well, shit. What happened with that, bat- that one battle event? Mm. That was pretty much... My gen's culture of kings. Yes. If you know what I mean. And yep. it's like, it was the first time, and it was something fresh and new, and everyone, you know, this a cappella battle rap, it was entertaining, it was filmed, it was, you know, it had grudges and all mm. this sort of shit, this mm. wrestling esque sort of style entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so for, and what I realized, it took me a few years to realize, is that the people from our hub mm-hmm. that worked the hardest benefited the most. And at yep. the time, that was. 360 and curse, yep. you know what I mean? And they just went psh, out of it. Yeah. And I've just watched it happen again with the grime movement. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? The yeah, grime yeah. movement yeah. came together and the people <laughs> that have worked the hardest out of that hub well, have, like, have shown the most. Like the, this era's culture of Kings was like that get body shit. Exa- exactly. Yeah, 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 I'd yeah. say even more 50-50 to be honest. Yeah, the 50-50. Yeah, 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 you know 50, what I mean? Like, sure, yeah, but like, yeah. I remember... The, but what yeah. got body was a full... Th- in the same way that the first got beef... Was when it all came together, yeah, yeah, and then sixty verse curses where it took off, yeah, yeah, for you sure, know what for I mean. Sure. So I, like the grime, I guess it was 50, like fifty fifty was definitely the foundation. Like, yeah, they came together at fifty fifty, and then the body bag tour it blew up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It was the same you sort know, of deal, and it took about a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? A yeah. year to heat up just for this fucking epic moment to happen. Yeah, that just got the whole nation's attention. Yeah, mm. one of like fuck, I remember like one of my biggest issues with that whole fucking battle rap thing back in the day. I mean, beyond the pre-written whatever the fuck. It yeah, is. yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But like the theatrics of that scene, it used to be so much about like you'd have you know so every two bars you're setting yourself up for the punchline. And I suppose uh, looking at it now reflectively, it's not unlike writing a sixteen. It's yeah, you know it's. Or, or 24, whatever. But it was kind of like the theatrics of it. It was like, you know, this dude would drop two lines and it had set himself up for that fucking punchline. Yeah, yeah. Is that the battle? Is that what that shit is? Is it about the theatrics? Is it about the fucking. Yeah, a lot of you it. Know, I mean, like. The delivery, the, the fucking. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a performance. So, yeah, it you is. know, in, yeah. in some ways, it's more speech and drama performance than it is. Right in the yeah. beat and making music, you That's know what right. I mean. But so, the people who excelled in that are the ones who stood out anyway. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the characters that like 
had little moments. Yeah. And, you know, like there, there's a million guys that got up and just spat really good bars, but mm. nobody, the, nobody fucking looked twice at them just yeah. because they, cho- they didn't stand out enough, you, you know. But then you had to be able to yeah, write a persona. song. And, and then at the same time, like at, at, at what point, because you're, you're a dude that differs from a lot of them, same as Curse, same as yeah, yeah. some of those guys. We all grew up making music. You yeah. made music. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so much just about the theatrics and just standing there right. just fucking spitting that hot yeah, line. You can Compared to someone that can write a fucking song yeah. or make yeah, an yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, know? When, when that battle scene kicked off, I'd say 90% of it made music. Mm. There was like maybe two or three battle nerds. Jay Legend yeah. was one. Yeah. Uh, two Fam, remember him? The little Chinese guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was him. He's a doctor now. Yeah, he's a doctor now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He released yeah. a rap fucking. Um, <laughs> he's a chiropractor. A year or two ago, he released yeah. a fucking rap. Oh, he, put it, uh, he, he did make tracks, yeah. yeah so he, he did make rap. tracks, all right. So he wasn't entirely a battle man. He used to rock up with Red Bandana and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. He was like this little Chinese dude, full um, blooded out, like rocking up to battle rap events. But real nice fellow, yeah. Yeah. He was, um, he was repping for his fucking um, side of town shit. Like yeah, he was right into it and shit. He had all the fa- he had a lot of yeah, fan he, base rock up. He did, eh? Like, no, so I, I feel bad. I take that back. He wasn't a bad He had like man. proper groupies <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. rock up. Like, yeah, but, but I feel um, like these days. But, yeah, but then, then like, because it's been, it's, well, it's been about 11 years, 12 years since that. Now, now it's I'd say the people that are battling only ten percent of them are making music now. I was going to say because like I'll, I'll look at a, a uh, like a lineup for a battle night or whatever, and I won't recognise a single name. Not because like I haven't heard of their music, because like my ears very much on the pulse of like a lot of Aussie hip hop tracks. Yeah, but I've never heard of one release from any of them. Yeah, and it's just like usually the what's it called the um, the rite of passage. Of like all that sort of shit is like making tracks and then getting into the fucking yeah. Well, I guess it used to be that like you couldn't be it, taken seriously if you haven't made like yeah. music. Yeah, uh, that's it. And as well, like battling was a technique used to get attention for your music. Yeah, back exactly. Then. Yeah, like a fucking Where side now, vehicle for yeah. the It's the opposite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like no one really wants to watch you do a battle. They yeah. just want to hear what your music yeah, was. Yeah, sure. And that's like battling at that point was such a rare moment that if you saw your favorite rapper. Like I remember when I watched Trials on Battle for Supremacy and knowing he was from the funk horse. Yeah. So I'm there listening yeah. to fucking, you know, who's your stepdaddy, yeah. watching this big cunt fucking on stage, staunching cunts, thinking, yeah, fuck yeah, Trials from the funk horse. Yeah. Back gets snapped over the fucking fold back. You know, I was yeah, just yeah. being like G'd up because he had that to back him as well. Yeah, yeah. shit to like worse. Now, like, yeah, no, yeah, lost... yeah, shit loose as well. It adds to the reputation. Mm. It adds like to if, the power if, of the individual. That's why yeah. Chase if, doesn't if big rappers, Yeah, Yeah, straight up. If it's... big rappers who are making music these days like in Australia and shit were going to do battles, I guess that's sort of like comparing it to like your favourite fucking actor from your favourite TV show doing a cameo on another show. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, oh, you've seen him do battles. Like, you know they're musicians, but you're like, oh, I want to see him do battles because I want to see him do something different. It's like seeing but also, internet content or like um, a cameo from your favourite actor. Do you know what I mean? Like them but doing also that other fucking, shit that you're not used to. So but it's that, like also that content. battle rap scene is so fucking raw that an established MC won't step foot in it at this point in time huh? because yeah, yeah. everything is documented. Everything's uploaded immediately to YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. a fucking established MC gets in that fucking battle and gets mm. torn to fuck fucking shreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to run that Street risk. Street creds lost. It's gone. Everything, it's man, fucking yeah. gone, you, you know. Like a, be a shit battle. Like, yeah, like, dude, can you man, imagine man. can you imagine like the amount of flack cunts would cop online if like even, well, even with that Ridey thing what happened with Ridey with that yeah. clash mm. but mm. like if a big uh 
we'll say staunch rapper, mm. went and battled and choked like 60 did against Kid Twist. They'd mm. get shit put on him. Oh, you're not tough. How can you like talk mm. tough and then you go choke up in front of a few rappers? Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it just wouldn't play Roddy out these Roddy copped a pretty raw on that fucking yeah. shit. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he probably should have well, been more prepared. You, yeah, well, you yeah. call someone out and you have all, all yeah. that time. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got all that time to prepare, but yeah. I mean, it was, it was right there the social, the day, man. Were you there? I was in the building. How was it? Yeah, you it just got rough. out too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got out on like the sixth of Jan, and a week later went to Melbourne to catch up with my mum, and yeah. that event was on. Yeah, so I was like, you know, yeah, yeah. roll through, hello, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, if, if you were out, man, I reckon they would have got you on board to do that event, man, because like uh, maybe I don't, I'm not like the second class. I've always supported the grime scene, but I'm not sure. It's a class farm. It's a class farm. What you step on me, crepes farm. It's a clash. There's one thing I've noticed in um, in a similarity way that when we were part of the the battle scene, and the kind of a lot of the traditional scene was like, what's this fucking pre-written yeah. shit? You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And we we felt a bit alienated, mm. and we're like, oh, the scene don't like us, you know? And um, yeah, I feel like what with the grime thing because they've all kind of built it and it's popped off now. They, they want to keep it pretty grime, you know? Like yeah, I, I yeah, was, yeah, for sure. It's a I was very, talking it's to Frack. It's, yeah, a, it's I was, a strict niche. That's yeah. it. I was talking to Frack because years ago, I had mates in England that were running grime clash events over there that I knew through Don't Flop, which was the English Battle League. Yeah, yeah. So I remember um, Chronicle, who was the league owner of this grime clash event, oh, yeah, thing over in England, he hit me up asking to set up an Australian event and I hit up Alex Jones because, mm. you know, he was the man at Grime at the time. Yep. I'm like, hey, bro, do you want to do a clash? Yeah. And I think Chronicle was trying to set up Alex Jones versus Hazard in a Grime clash and it just didn't, it never happened, you know mm. what I mean? The, mm. the time wasn't right yep. for Grime to come together like that. Yep. And, you know, obviously a couple of years later, a lot more people were into it and Fractured, you know, like the king of years, he fucking brought them all together and yeah, made yeah. it pop. And yeah. it's so dope to see Fracture, like the, the boss of that shit. I remember watching him do a grime set in Tasmania in 2007. And have you seen... You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, have you seen the amount of that people he's yeah. support, like all the huge artists, Dude. like Skepta and all that, man? Yeah, like, yeah. 10 years ago... Exactly, like, when they, yeah, man. Yeah. When they weren't even like yeah. household names, man. Yeah. It, like Fracture is a fucking... Yeah. He's a legend, man. Yeah, and and he'll tell you the first, the first Australian MC he ever saw live was Ken Oath. Yeah, really? Yeah, he'll tell you, man. That was the first Australian MC he remember seeing. But like that touch the word forever. Get rhymes with yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 Fuck drunk. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you can rhyme that fucking shit seven thousand different ways. Fuck yeah. Going from um, got beef and shit. Like, how did you make the move up to Brizzy? Uh, so I battled Case One at the first Got Beef event, and um, mate, you know, like, and I find, well, in my experience, battling someone, you're instantly like good mates because you've gone through it together. You know, so yeah. long as they haven't got, you haven't got egos about it. Yeah, you, it's like, oh, we know each other now. We can yeah, get on yeah. the piss. So yeah, you're instantly yeah. good mates. So I think it was like maybe a month after, maybe less than a month after the first got beef, I got offered to battle Caustic in Real Talk, and so I um, <laughs> Caustic, yeah, Caustic, and yeah, so. <laughs> I prepped and I was I just beaten two guys at this first battle event in Melbourne and all my heroes were there and I was just like yeah I'm fucking keen I'll go to Brisbane mm. and um fuck I remember the night before I flew out I went out in the town in Hobart woke up like half an hour before my flight <laughs> no money in my pocket like what have I done like fuck. yeah big night I'm, I'm at, I think I ripped off a taxi got to the airport 
got to Brisbane, had no money, and I was like, this place can't be that big. It's just like Tassie, really? Yeah. And started trying to walk to Brisbane City from the airport. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no. Well, you done uh, fucked up there. Oh, yeah. That's where your first <laughs> error was. Yeah. So that's the first error. The second one was trying to jump this little river, and then I twisted my ankle. So that's the second this error. This little river? It was just a Brisbane yeah. river? Yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah. to get from fucking West End to Milton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm limping down a highway, like, like, Bone dry, dehydrated, hungover, <laughs> limping, <laughs> no money. And I was like, hit up case one. I was like, can I crash on your couch? And he was like, yeah, man, he's a fucking legend, you mm, know. Mm. And, um, old Birkdale. Yeah, in the Birkdale house down on Caval Ave. And, but I had not, I don't think Google Google Maps was really popular then. I just, it'll be right, mate. I just fucking hit you know. <laughs> like, in Tassie, if you, give, if you leave, you'll get there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> that's how it takes an hour and a half to walk from one side of the state to the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's not far from that, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, and then I ended up getting a cab to Toomble, um, the shops in Toomble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Gone up now. And, um, yeah. I remember I went, walked in and I went to Woolworths to get some fucking red Powerade and I like just chugged three red Powerades full, just off, off, off. You bought them, right? Um, nah. No, I just chugged them straight away <laughs> yeah. and then I went and paid for them and after I paid for them, I took two steps out the Woolies and just power chucked the Red Sea oh. and just fucking projected oh. out and Across the floor, you're like families an, were everywhere. Anti Moses, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Moses yeah. split the red sea. This comes together. I brought it together. Fucking Greeley, aka Anti Moses. And then I just That's like the the there podcast. you go, Anti Moses. <laughs> <laughs> the Anti Moses. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and then um, Case came and picked me up. Yeah, and I, I remember I, I did the battle against Caustic. We headlined to that Real Talk event. Was that at the, the gallery with the car park out the back that was all graphed up in the valley? Jugglers? Yeah, Jugglers. That's oh, what it was. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the car true. park at, that's car where park I first at Jugglers. That's you, actually. Yeah. Well, before the uh, Crush City store, it was like one of their Crush City gallery exhibitions. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. The rooftop I did was at Jugglers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the old shitty ladder. Yeah. Because then you stayed in... Um... Yeah, I ended up staying there. I came did up... you win against Caustic? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favourite battles I've ever done. Watch it back. Like, it's filmed real shit, mm. but it was real close, and I had the third round, and I just, like, I was like, I've fuck, only, and I just spazzed in the third round. Him, and that was the and first one, and he embarrassed himself so He no, was much better in my battle. Yeah, like, okay. Ever that one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had one of my favourite inbred jokes I ever got. <laughs> what was it? it was, before Greeley started to get older, he asked his mum, why aren't folks like me with a scar on their shoulder? I said... Uh, she said, I thought your master told you, I'm your aunt, your dad, your brother, you little bastard. We gave your other head to your retarded cousin, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You still remember it. That That's how good it is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Shout out to Corsic, bro. Like, yeah. that's a, that's, that is a good fucking Tasmanian inbred bar. That Brisbane dude? Yeah, 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 Brisbane dude, yeah. 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 I, just, and, um, I just remember him from the curse about yeah, it. Yeah. He, was, he must have been 30 beers deep or yeah, something. I don't think oh. it's, yeah. Is he like, shit online? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all online. Corsic used to get hard. Yeah, he used to Oh, I know the name Corsic. Yeah. I've seen him on a few like support acts like years ago, like 2014. Yeah, he rapped with Sniper Sight. Yeah. Um, Jason Vegas, he used to rap mm. with. Mm. Um, still doing. Yeah, Sniper's still doing his thing. He just released yeah. Wax a couple of months ago. Yeah, nice. Oh, they're and good what, dudes, man. Grills, at what stage do you decide to fucking make songs? 
I'd made songs prior since, like, yeah, when I was in Tassie yeah. at that house, it was 43 George Street, North Hobart, yeah, and that was where it all came together. Yeah, I recorded my first raps there. Um, I had tracks out on MySpace before that battle shit kicked off. Yeah, I was I started. I was in a crew called Paralytic Poets. There was about ten of us. That's uh, dope. There was a few, poets. yeah, yeah, yeah a few, that. few fucking writers, a few producers, and all just freestyle. And I was the beatboxer yeah. sort of thing. And um, and then me and two other guys out of Paralytic Poets, we started our own little like, th- uh, you know, group of three, and we were pissed apostles. <laughs> so we went from Paralytic Poets well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to pissed apostles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's and sick. Um, that's sick. And, and that, we, that was when we opened up for Checkers and Reason. Was as okay. pissed apostles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, if, if hey, if you're out there, look up. Uh, Ass bleed section, Greeley on YouTube, <laughs> no way. and you'll see me and the Pistol Apostles <laughs> spitting our remix of the nosebleed section, <laughs> opening up for. Um, I think it's got about six hundred views, and it's been yeah. online for ten years. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'll never forget Reason shaking his head. Really? Yeah, yeah, Reason yeah. just there, just what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> like, she's like, I got prime taught taste buds. I want to fuck some sluts. I don't make love. <laughs> I want to smell some pussy when I wake up. <laughs> Fuck your missus to get me through a breakup and yeah, it no was sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Shout out to Rich O.D. and stick up. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, we, we made, um, we, we had our own little MySpace for Pistol Apostles and we did like little few tracks like that and had it up on there. Yeah. Is that Epicenter then, days? Yeah, that was Epicenter. Oh. We kind of like created like a... What's Epicenter? It was like our local crew. Yeah. We, we called it Epicenter Recordings, but we were just fucking making shit mm. in sheds. We didn't really know what we were doing when it came to releasing music I think properly. I still got a couple stickers. Yeah, no shit. So Trav, Trav, Trav. Trav, you have a relationship with Greeley. Yeah. Pre, like, well, so, everything. Well, we met at the Cavill House. Yeah, Cavill Burkdale. Street in Birkdale. Okay. When I, cause I ended up moving, like... After I battled Corsic and I stayed with those guys, I think I came up for another event after that just to watch, mm. stayed with these guys for a week or two, and I was like, fuck, it's good weather. You know, need to get out of Tassie growing up. You know, and I'd, I'd been around America, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. after yeah. being around America and sitting in fucking Tassie, I was like, what's this country like? You yeah. know what I mean? I need yeah, to get yeah. out. Yeah. And battle rap was my opportunity. All of a sudden yeah. I've got friends in different states and, you know, I wasn't shy. I was just yeah. like fucking, I think I was on the dole at the time and just spending my doll money on fucking plane tickets and just racking food because I was mate. like, this is my opportunity yeah. and fuck, you know, s- s- wasting my doll money if I can fucking go to a different state and live my dream, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think Dunners was living. Yeah, Dunners ended up living up there for a bit. I lived up there for a while and then, so Dunners was doing his thing in Melbourne and it just wasn't really going anywhere. Like mm. he was doing gigs at like, the, you know, the spots in um Fitzroy and Revolver. Yeah, like, yeah, doing all like those that, little spots you know? and the like. The laundry bar, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, other, the other spot around laundry. the corner. Yeah, it was around the time laundry was kicking off. Yeah. Oh, Dave, he's Maybe right. a year or two before. But yeah, so, and Dunners was, he was just going through some shit. I remember him being real depressed and he was in Melbourne. Yeah. And I called him up and went, just come to fucking Brisbane, bro. Like, we're just living in this house. It's like a house of fucking rappers. Yeah, we're just all rapping and just partying and freestyling. and. I think we ended up being here for about six months. In what know. year? Two, Dun- end of two thousand ten. No shit. Yeah. Crazy. I think Dunners then, were old. First, how did we not? How did we not all bump into one another in that era? Like because we were in the battle scene. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> we didn't go to battle. There was one event you guys were at, and f- Greeley was too scared. No, to no, no, fucking no. There was. 
Well, like, to, to be honest, like, I think I might have... Oh, fuck, man, this is going back. And also, we were getting cooked. You know, like, oh, we yeah. were just partying yeah. all the time. Yeah. I remember, like, being in the valley cooked. and being like, there's 750 Rebels. And I was MDNAing off my tits. Oh, and I went up and like, so, oh, my so God. So we, probably. And I'm going, oh, my God, it's Ken Ice. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then I'm going, hey, Ken Ice. And he's looked at me like, you're right, mate. And I'm like, oh, embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And now yeah, you're yeah. the episode and, then, and this was like yeah, yeah. And then there was one event you guys came to And I think I don't know if you were there it was, But Fluence was battling that night And Fluence had a line like Because I think maybe one of your crew went Ah it's bullshit during one of the battles And fucking <laughs> yeah. Maybe Maybe And then Fluence <laughs> said Fuck the 750 Rebels if they're oh, interrupting Really? And then it all nearly pep yeah, kicked off and XI broke it up. Uh, no, I wasn't there. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. is XI double XI? Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, Mikey, yeah, yeah, Mikey, Mikey yeah, yeah, broke yeah, it up. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, do, yeah, 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 yeah. He used to run the shop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude. yeah, real yeah. good dude. Yeah. Absolute legend. And because he was tight with everyone, I remember he squashed it. But it nearly okay. kicked off like yeah, in a drunken know. moment crazy. between seven fifty and what the battle scene kind of was at yeah, the time. Because yeah, yeah. it was just that, you know you could tell they didn't like us, and then we're all insecure. Like you don't like us, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's what's yeah. happening now. Like I get battle rappers like that talk to me, and they're like, "Oh, what you don't like me?" And I'm like, "Nah, bro, I'm just making music. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all good. Like, mm. you know, it's that's a mad story. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing to kind of like analyze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, see, like knowing you then to now, like. You've you've always been a hip hop head. You've always yeah. been like putting in the work. Like Thanks, when people Trav. say, I guess <laughs> hard, Trav, hard, working, hard working MCs, like that gets thrown around a lot. But like I've witnessed fucking yeah, oh, the longevity yeah, proof. Yeah. yeah, and you're a name that's been in the trenches for a long time. Yeah, that's yeah, hundred percent. And I kind of did the same thing with Perth after I did the Brisbane. Like I got booked in. It would have been 2011 the Battle Cortex. I went over there and battled Cortex. And this is the thing, like, I hadn't been in too many, um, like, we did, in Tassie, we were just recording, didn't know how to mix and master shit. It was just tracks on the computer, maybe upload it to MySpace, you know yeah. what I mean? And then in Brisbane, like, with the crew, we, weren't, we were all battle rapping and freestyling all the time, but we didn't know how to make music properly and get mm. it done. Or we could record bars and, you know, the two layers of backups and yeah, how everyone had to do yeah, it yeah. back then, yeah, you of know? Course, of course. And, yeah. but, just didn't have that extra sort of step of getting music done and out there. I think, yeah. And then I went to Perth and I battled Cortex. And same deal as Case. Like, we battled after the battle. We are like, yeah, we're friends Who now. Was Cortex's rap partner? Um, when? When he was... Back uh, then? Yeah, when he was battling, when they used to do the two-on-two. Two. It was Cortex. This and, is before any two-on-twos had happened over yeah, in um, Perth. He battled at the 361. Who was it? Cortex? And Lethal. Yeah, yeah Lethal's Lethal. A legend What's too. Lethal been doing? Um, he's settled really? down. He's just teach, he's coaching a basketball team. He lives mm. down in South WA. He's a good bloke. Yeah, absolute legend. I caught up with him when I was in WA the other week. And um, yeah, shout out to Lethal. He's a good dude. Yeah, but yeah, he's just loving the family life, bro. And just, you know. No more music? No. I think he dabbles every now and then. He featured a couple times on Cortex's albums. They did a fucking outrageous song called Clive Palmer. And it was just about like... What was that about, man? <laughs> it was just about, about? Like, it was just about being the most out-fucking-rageous baller. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah. these were bars like, get your damn boat out of my water. Like, you know, just, like fucking, I'm Clive Palmer, five-star, a bad bitch on my right armour. You know, like, just... 
It's a dope track. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, and, sorry um, to interrupt. No, you're right. Back, you're back right. On but yeah, so and I went back to Cortex's house, and I'll never forget this because I've never seen it before. But we're all back at the after party, and four guys are on the couches with NPCs making beats with headphones on. Fuck. And and then what a party! And it was just like uh, so. It was like you're gonna write a verse. Sweet, we'll call you when your turns up. And out of the night, they got like three posse trucks, and we had a mad fucking party. But we got it done, and we got it out. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, yeah. And I start, I was just, and I met Nate Daisy, who's possibly the most funniest fucking freestyler I've ever met in my whole life. He's a fucking amazing human. Like when I saw him freestyle, it changed my whole approach to how I was doing things. Like he's just. So unique and just doesn't give a fuck of what he's saying. So it's just so natural. There are people like hilarious. That. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's the type of guy that he starts freestyling at a party. Within an hour, the whole party's just sitting there, like <laughs> yeah, waiting, waiting on his next one. That's yeah, sort of yeah. like what Mesk was. Yeah, a yeah. Years ago. Like like that. He was a mad freestyle. Yeah. So what's your yeah, approach to what's your approach to like that that whole battle thing? So you did the freestyle thing. You did yeah. it off the dome. Versus yeah. the fucking written. Yeah. What do you, how, how do you separate it? How do you rate it? Like well, in I, terms still, of- I still would do the freestyle flips in the written battles. Yeah. And there was a couple of times I forgot my bars and I'd still freestyle the whole round, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. But I, I watched, because I nerded out on the culture, like I, mean, I used to have to order the Scribble Jam DVDs and wait. Like that, a, a month for it to come. How's that? I remember you know? Scribble Jam DVDs, yeah. dude. Yeah, That's straight it. up. And like, especially in Tassie, there was yeah. one hip hop shop. Yeah, and you'd order from there and wait a month. And, and for those, and know, for yeah. those listening, Scribble Jam. I mean, that's where Eminem. Like cut his teeth back yeah, in like, the late nineties. Yeah, Eminem juice. battled it in 97. He yeah. lost to Juice. Yep, yep. Juice, yeah. fucking. Those Scribble Jam DVDs were huge, man. We used to watch them. Yeah, like, exactly. Those Scribble Jam DVDs were massive. Yeah, yeah. and because I, and I watched it all. Those DVDs a thousand times. I was so like obsessed with it. You know, yeah. um, I watched the evolution of like battle rap, battle rap, and so yeah. by the time when the written's kicked off, I'm like, this is sick. Yeah, it was so entertaining. It had just, and I grew up watching wrestling as a kid, mm-hmm. so it just had this element of like entertainment, way more entertainment. And then this guy said this in this battle, so this guy's going to get him for that in the next one, and just yeah. that same sort of shit. And the way that the West Coast, especially popped and it was so entertaining and that's where Disaster who's like one of the biggest battlers in the world kind of he he battled Thesaurus in a park Mm. watching it back now bars wise it's just like whatever but at the time it was fucking electric you know what I mean and Thesaurus was this freestyle world champion (laughs) and this this guy beat him with some stuff and it was it was crazy man I remember I used to big big rest in peace to my DJ lopsided who's now gone, but um, I used to go over to his place yeah. and he'd fucking show me all those battles, the thesaurus, the two-on-two battles yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that, like where these kinds of battling, he'd be like, wait for this line. And I remember one particular line, I'm pretty sure it's thesaurus and some other dude, and they're going to this dude and there was a skinny dude <laughs> and a fat dude. Um, and he's like, you look like the number 10. 10 yeah, and it was just yeah. like, man, I remember this Lopsy is, this is where shit. the hunger, something about, this is where the starving starts and the hunger ends. <laughs> if you stand closer <laughs> together, you'll you look, look like, like the, the number, number 10, 10, man. Yeah. Like this shit, yeah. You, I remember the source had a bar. He goes, it's time for you to flee to the border. You guys look like opposite ends of an eating disorder. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 that's yeah. why Source and Ilmac were yeah. the best because they just had like this fuck, shit was I haven't watched that shit in ten years, man. Yeah. And it, yeah. you know, like I still remember it. Yeah, I know that's like, me too. Like I remember yeah. Lopsy showing me goes, man, listen to this, listen to this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh word. That, that was the 2006 World Rap Championship. Okay, yeah. Makes that sense. One was. Makes sense. And um, I still occasionally haunt um, yeah. madness. Fucking, yeah, yeah. The last one was when they're copping real bad floods or something. 
something over there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if anything happens to you, bro, just remember you're in the top ten of my bottom 500 rappers. In the top ten of my bottom 500. Travis. Travis, you sharp. You dirty nutsacker. You dirty scroach. You dirty little scroach. I haven't haunted him in a while, but I fucking... Sliding up in his dance, I want to jump back on this If you go through WRC, you'll see some rant, like... Jaron Benton, like battling in a room to like, like, there's all sorts of crazy big names that were a part of that whole movement at one point. Like, yeah. Mercury's, I know oh that was King of the Dot. Fucking, you know, a lot of people were a part of that movement at one point and then just went off in a completely different way. And at a, and at a point, there became like different leagues and shit. Yeah. Did you start your own or were you involved? Yeah, I, well, I did in the skate park and Dazzy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. yeah. I was watching all this shit from Tazzy, obsessing with it. And, um, no one else no one else in the country was doing it. I think Jay Legend set up a battle two a couple battles on the river in in Melbourne and it yeah, was sixty versus anecdote. It was like Babylon battles and shit, but it wasn't a it was just, league. Yeah, it was no, no, it wasn't a league. Leagues. I think like, he called it like Melbourne Street Battles. And it was sixty versus anecdote. It's pretty much um, sixty Ilyak versus everyone. Decoy. I think it might have just been those two. I think it was. But yeah, and um and then that was it. And so, and I was I was watching like miracles popping off. England started doing it. Canada was doing it, and no one in Australia was doing it. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it in a skate park in yeah. Tassie with me mates. Yeah. And it was literally just us that had been freestyling in the pub, all did it, and it was me dragging the whole Tassie scene into like, we're doing this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I was like, this is I'm loving it. This it is kicking it. off. You yeah. nearly became and, the um, face of battle rap, like when you started hosting Grind Time yeah. and shit. Well, that was its own chapter in itself. So I fell out with Decoy and that was right around when I battled 360 and at that event we flew over Lush One um, to host it and he was the host from the California Grind Time event. So he was the guy hosting that thesaurus battle, all that sort of shit. And we flew him over and he stayed in Burkdale. That's where the Grind Time handshake got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, flew a cunt from the States to Burkdale. Man, we got, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. How's that? We, we got sponsored by Alizé for that event. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Greeley still blushes Thug. of Lush. Passion. Free Lush. Free Lush. He's locked they, up at the moment. Is he? Yeah, yeah. I went and looked on his Facebook um, today. Yeah, they they crazy. distribute uh, patron. What is it? Patron? Patron? Oh, Patron. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alizé. Yeah. 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 Of course I know fucking Alizé. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. I can't remember what he was getting, but Nobody I think it was like bottles of Alizé. Carton of that blue shit, but then it was like. The orange shit, the blue shit. Yeah, but then it was like top notch fucking. Patron, like yeah, the, pro, the, the pro, well, Patron's dope, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we always end up with that shit, Alizé. Once yeah, yeah. Philip Drummond, who's like, he's a producer from the Bay Area, mm. he's been out in Australia a few times. Yeah, he, comes to yeah, he came and stayed at our yeah. house. The first thing he's done is gone, yo, you gotta get, feed me some kangaroo. And so <laughs> I went and got some kangaroo mince, yeah. I cooked up a spag bowl, yeah, and he has fucking eaten this kangaroo spag bowl, downing it with blue Alizé. Oh, and within fuck. 20 minutes, he destroyed our toilet. Like, <laughs> Uh, literally covered the walls. Yeah, Filthy yeah. Phil, he's, he's been going hard. He started a non-profit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I know Not he's been working with Optimus. He caught, when I was out for those two weeks before I got sent back, like I, he called me and we had a good chat. 
Yeah, so he's he's been doing lots of workshops. He's got a psychology degree. He's mm-hmm. done like youth works in o- Oakland with like street kids. Yeah, and he's just like Holds California feet. Jewish, like kind of nerdy sort of dude. But he's been around. And the reason why half of the West Coast scene actually were well known is because he was the battle nerd that used to go film those events. Yeah, early fr- thesaurus days when Scribble Jam wasn't on, just yep. at the local clubs in LA. Yeah, and then he made a DVD called The Fresh Coast, and it was like all about this California battle movement and how's this filthy phil mm. sold a vhs of all these this is like not many people know this and this is the one thing everyone was like how did justice get so good mm. remember mm. everyone's like yeah, how did he get this good i know the name turns it well justice was the one that fucking won battle for supremacy yeah. he went to scribble jam he beat thesaurus and iron solomon on the same day yeah. and at the time Thesaurus was the best from LA. Iron Solomon was the best from New York. And this little kid from Melbourne fucking burnt the best in America in one day. Yeah. But turns out, Elliot, Filthy Phil, used Are you to... Are talking s- about the same Filthy Phil? No, 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 no. no. And no. Um, used to, he sold Justice VHS of California freestyle battles over like fucking Yahoo chat or something like that. <laughs> Back in the day, like early, like 2001 or two. Yeah, yeah and posted it out to him. So Justice actually had all these, like, VHSs of Thesaurus and all these California guys, <laughs> and he got to study the game from Melbourne. So when he rocked up to Scribble Jam and he cleaned up, he was ready for it because he'd just been watching. Yeah, yeah. No one knows that. He's like MJ when you watch The Last Dance. You watch that Last Dance doco, man? MJ's watching every game, game yeah. leading up to fucking, you know, he's watching the last game that the Knicks played. He's watching yeah, yeah, the last yeah, game yeah. the Phoenix played. He's watching, yeah. you know, he's watching those games so he knows the weaknesses. That's exactly. Like the Right, that's what it is. And that's why Justice scribble. Yeah, because he he had a foot in the door. He knew what was going on. He knew what the standard was, mm. and he studied it like mm. the same way that I was sitting in Tassie studying all these cunts. Yeah, he did yeah. the same yeah. thing, and he went over and smashed it. And like, Fuck. there's nothing when you watch those battles. You're watching like some of the biggest names throughout like underground American hip hop on that stage, and they're all just pulling their hair out over this Melbourne kid's punchlines, you know. No shit. After this, you have to catch a taxi back to Cali. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he, it was sick. He read him. It was yeah. a time to be yeah. alive. Like, yeah. 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 Just, just quickly, Grills, like, what, what's your kind of your take on, like, on, on 60 going from the battle rapper that he was, the skill that he had, Going to a more mainstream type. Well, he was doing the mainstream yeah, shit before. Well, he was already yeah, battling, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already working yeah. at that. Yeah, and like, yeah, for I, sure. I was yeah. the first one, I guess, to battle sixty that called him a sellout to his face. Like, yeah. if you know what I mean. And that's, he beat sixty. Yeah, yeah, that's where I kind of got my name out in Australia because, like, three sixty. You know, he got co-signed by LC, yep. uncut. Everyone's yeah. like, he's going to be the next raw cunt. He's mm. going to be the yeah, next yeah. raw cunt. Mm. And, and then he went, he went, no, yeah. thank you, I'm going with Pez. Yeah. And they made the festival song. Mm. Yeah. And I loved the forthright mixtape, yeah. that forthright, yeah, and, and the, the good rappers. Actually, and then that six, same sample on the fucking... Um, uh, when you have the, the atmosphere record. record. Yeah, 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 straight yeah. up. You, you haven't, like you haven't 60... been rapping on any uh, fast beats, have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said that's why. Yeah, Back yeah. in that battle. Fast beats? Yeah, you said he's rapping on techno. I'm not rapping on techno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like rapping on techno. Yeah, yeah I grew up around Bushdorfs. Yeah, yeah. And so we'd, we'd always jam out over fucking sign random shit like that. Yeah. But I think that, I think that the, the source, <laughs> yeah. like, the, the point of that line was that Metro's were, like, techno or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I reckon I probably would have said it because techno rhymes with Metro. Yeah. 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 
That was a real good event. That was church. Yeah, yeah, the, the church. Fucking, yeah. What's cool now is you, you still hold go there. Uh, what, He's Holy a great Molly rapper. Or Brightside. Like, Brightside. I feel oh, no, for no, no. him. Are you talking you about know? the rep? Yeah, me too, man. I think that's... We're all the old gigs. We're like the LC gigs and that. Uh, it's bright. I think it's nah, the, the right side now. But when that event it's there, the yeah, oh the church, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's bright side now. That's where we um, held the Nerve Wombat gig. Fucking most of the No One Network shows. Mm. And the next to it is Holy Moly, which is a golf place, but it used to be the Rev where like all the big LC, yeah, Rev the big was LC where Ben Queensland launch was, Murderous yeah. Metaphors launch, like yeah. huge big Babylon shows, gigs. Yeah, big yeah. Babylon gigs, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Dundee fucking killed it that day as well. Fucking who did he battle that day? Can't remember. I think no, it was he that didn't day. know at the church that day. That he was day. there for it. Hey, Trav, no, I think he did. For those listening, what's your history with? the battle rap scene because obviously like you're having a conversation with grills right now for those listening i don't think people listening to this podcast that have listened to this podcast since day dot probably really know your history in terms of battle rap you've been uh, involved in it for a long time probably the shortest polite story would be and the less monotonous would be <laughs> the um <laughs> ex-business partner owned grind time okay yeah, because he had a brief chat about that with uh, Curse when he was on about the old, um, oh, really? but like how, how they yeah. all, all met back in the day. Yeah, the, um, I was pretty much sure that that time. Both the grind shop, time? yeah, both the shop and the grind time was ran out of the one place at one point. Yeah, which was downstairs at the house I was living at. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then yeah. we moved. Because remember, fucking ages ago, when we first started this podcast, you were going to come on. But I remember, I think it was the first time you went to Italy, not the last time, the first time. Mm. And you well, said to me, you're like, oh, well, fucking, if Grills is coming, just wait for me because you'll come back in three weeks. But you had to bounce. Yeah. We're going to have you on. Like, yeah, we're yeah. in the, in the very, first very run, early. like the first 20, 30 episodes of this podcast. What number are you up to now? Uh, this will be 49. Yeah, 49. Really? Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Who's going to be big number yeah, 50? Um, <laughs> I'm giving that one away, mate. I'm blowing that one too early. But we got a good one for 50. Brother, like, off, off the battle shit, THC TV. Okay, so when I was a kid and when I was talking about the old freestyle battles, they called, like, the nickname for the Tassie hip-hop scene was THC. Mm. Um, Heads of State or Medusa used to have this one, one song that they do it at the end of every hip-hop gig and fucking the chorus went, some of my mates are dickheads, some of them like the cones, some of them rip shit up on stage with two decks and a microphone because I like to chill with my crew, my crew like to chill with me, but you better not step to us in a battle because we're THC cunts. Boom. Yeah, and at every, like, Tassie hip-hop gig, they'd play that song at the end of it and everyone would get up and spit a verse and then the whole pub would sing along to it, you know, and that was, like, yeah, for me, like, you know, very fucking fond. You know, I cherish those memories and mm. cherish that little era. It was where I felt like I found family within culture and identity and people like me and all this sort of shit, you know. And so after years of travelling around the country and being a part of different scenes, whether living in Melbourne for a couple of years, I lived in Perth, lived here, um, I just wanted to kind of build Tassie up. And Perth has been the best example that I've seen of the OGs nurtured the new generation coming through, like yeah. to the point where like Daz and Optimus were doing workshops at Cortex's school when he was 12 in, in Albany and South WA, you know, they were yeah. putting in that grind. And I could tell when I got to Perth, you know, I was talking about that after party, everyone was so focused on music. It was like, because of that positive encouragement SBX had always given to the Perth scene, 
I saw how much my generation were flourishing at being productive, healthy attitude towards making music and getting it done. Mm. Where a lot of around the country were, you know, we're just having good times, you know what I mean? And we're all rapping, but Perth always got it done. And so I kind of took what I learned and saw from them and I was like, well, if I can take this back to Tassie and do this for the next generation, then Tassie hip-hop will kick goals. And, you know, when I was young and people were like, oh, there's no rappers in Tassie. Like, one of the reasons I went so hard over here was because I was so proud of my local scene but so dirty that we weren't recognised in the mainland yeah. Australian hip-hop. We didn't have a big name on Obese or, yeah. you know, nothing to represent us, you know what I mean? So yeah. the battles was my perfect opportunity to get around the country but I just made music and, you know, always would like jump on a track and do verses yeah, yeah. here and there and sort of stuff. Mm. But, yeah, and so I just went, it was 2016, I was back in Tassie. I'd just been over in Perth working with Complete and... Um, shout out to Complete. Yeah, mm. shout out Sheldon. Yeah, yeah. Food fetish boy. Yeah, we did that We did that now and never track. And um, I got back to Tassie and I came across Wombat and I was like, this kid's fucking talented. Yeah. And... Um, He'd recorded a couple tracks and they were just, I think he was recording on Fruity Loops. No shit. Yeah. 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 Um, One of his mates commented on one of my statuses and went, check me out. It's also Tazzy, so it's not a huge place. He he grew up on Tolosa Street in Glenorchy. Like, I've got bars about Tolosa Street and shit I released in like 2011, you know, so Mm. he's from the neighborhood sort of thing. And um, yeah, and and I was just like, this kid's talented. I reached out to him and went and caught up with him. And I had this little studio going down in the houses where I grew up and some camera gear and I was like, fuck, I'm going to... And because, well, I noticed, like, I met all these young rappers from around Hobart, but none of them knew each other because they, they're all rappers through the internet. Whereas, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we had to... To be a rapper, you had to meet at that spot. Right. You had to know that on Wednesday night the gig was on because yeah. there was no Facebook yeah, you event. Could be you could five know. kilometres from someone and you wouldn't even know it because yeah. it's all through the internet. Exactly, days. yeah. And so all these young cunts were like... Dope and good. There was like quite a few of them in Hobart, but none of them really knew each other or hung out. So I was like, I'm going to use the 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 old THC brand to try and bring that family scene mm. vibe together again with the new gen. Mm. And um, so yeah, I just got Wombat, um, Butter D, quite a few other like local guys. Promise, who I mentioned earlier, Luna, um, Luna uh, heaps of different guys, and just started just doing bar videos. Yeah, and yeah. that was when. Julian, you know, Kresnik was reaching out to me and hitting me up because he was working at Crush with Reels. Yeah. And I went for a paint once with Reels when he came down to Tassie. Fuck, sick. <coughs> and um, yeah. took him out for a, you know, weekend and with all yeah. my mates. Yeah. And so, and then, so right around this time. And like, and, I just met Wombat as well. <coughs> yeah, you. Because I was mates with Luna. I met Luna by accident. Yeah. Fucking, the, like, he wrote the same as someone else. Yeah. And I thought it was him I was talking to on Instagram. And it, when I went to meet up with him in Melbourne, it turns out it wasn't my best mate. It was some random from Tassie. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that fucking connection did so good in the long run. But I remember I was at the 50-50. And, like, Wombat is one of those people that it was just, like, people who see him, it's just, like, they recognise it straight away. Because, yeah. like, it was his second gig ever. He stood out. And I remember he hopped up on stage and I remember seeing him with Luna and that and I was like, oh, here comes like another kid rapper. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's see how he does. He spat and within 10 seconds, Alex Jones, Fractional, like just that Roger Rabbit eyes. Yeah, Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Like it was crazy. And I remember I, I was saying it to um, Wombat's crowd because like I was doing his DJing uh, the last two times he's been in Brizzy. Yeah. And I was like, man, like it's so crazy. Like a couple of years ago he was doing his... 
like first shows as a nobody, yeah. and then after that, it just took off, and yeah. here we are, He's sold out shows. Literally, and I feel did. like Wombat was like the staple of that young gen of THC because like mm, yeah. he had all the like the heavy names like you guys like fucking yeah, you yeah. Dundee and all that bird and um but Wombat coming up on his own sorta with like the 50-50 thing yeah, and yeah. then having a big name like you yeah. staple him yeah. just really sealed the deal well, for did, THC did you start did you start THC TV as uh, like a platform for Tassie artists and yeah say? pretty much and yeah. well, like, we did a THC TV yeah yeah, yeah, well, but yeah well, the thing I is, was is leading like, to that the, the biggest issue for us back in the day was the the Bass Strait the cutoff from the mainland yeah. Yeah. yeah so the reason why I was open to like anyone being a part of it because it was like this is going to bring people together mm. like sure. if people and then the like when you hit me up and then too. you've gone I'm going to get Jake Biz on his episode I yeah, was yeah. like holy fuck yeah. for yeah. real yeah because that's, <laughs> like, you know, that's what you were saying before with yeah. the Crust City thing how I was saying it was dope yeah. and then I said yeah well through Crust City yeah yeah, yeah. Good yeah so we all like, work together and, that's yeah. it and so when he told me that I was like fuck yeah. I never would have thought Jake Biz would do a THC episode you know what I mean and I was like when I got the video I was like Whoa, this is some timeless all yeah, yeah, like yeah. it just blew me the and fuck out. That was like out. my first then, rap on the internet as well. Like, I think I was, that was my was, last rap on yeah, the internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was yeah. terrible back yeah. then. Like, it, like I cringe yeah. when I watched that, but it was so sick because that was like one of the one of the Kyle Golly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly yeah, from Golly Shout Finger. out was That was there, actually yeah. the day I squashed my beef with Golly. Because yeah, me and Golly, like I've known him for ages, and then we like fell out. Anyways. And then when he rocked up to film it, I was like, yeah, fucking oath. And then, yeah. but you, like, didn't you you hit me up on the morning too? No, nah, was it? No, no, because we were meant to do it, and then he couldn't do it because he was down in Melbourne. Golly was oh, filming in Melbourne right. or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But um, busy times. But like because before. We did the THC. It was all like you had rates on like, there prior to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it was so whoever really, would come down to Tassie for a gig or a weekend. I'd fucking get a barbecue done with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just all about because it was more promoting like a, and making things happen. You a know lot of I mean? upcomers like, as well, yeah, and yeah. then people who had been in Tassie. Like I, th- I think you were the first sort of like vet that wasn't with Grills and Tassie to mm. come out and do it, and like yeah, the views yeah, popped yeah. on it as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot yeah. of people hit me up after that dropped because yeah. you know having your co sign was a big thing, man. Like, yeah, yeah, you know you, you're you got very the ball respected, really well. and especially Jokes like from, from the mainland, you know, like yeah. for all the the Tassie OGs that grew up and never really left Tassie, they blew the fuck out when they True. saw you on there because they're like, that's fucking Jake. It was cool you as well because like, it was well. someone no, nobody had heard of. Like when I did my yeah. first bars and then with like and a vet just, as well. And so considering like, like uh, the whole point of me starting, it was trying to bring the new gen together with everything yeah, yeah. and trying to make yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. It was like, it, it was an honour that somehow this energy was making it happen in Brisbane. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you got your feeding off that and then yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. It was, and then yeah. yeah, and then I think visually also, like filming it behind Crush City. Who's yeah. who did the piece? Um it was a Deesky. Yeah, it was a Deesky piece. piece. Yeah, He'd done it like that morning yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But you know, visually to look at, I think beyond anything else, because I've watched a lot it was of the TAC. Bad, and yeah, that was, it was the a first time you met Scrub as well. Yeah. Because I tried to link that because I saw you doing the um like cause even though you're not like the um, like the vet gen, you're like in between, like yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah. like fucking like the curse era as well. Yeah. But um, you were linking up the young dudes as well, and then I, was I mean, like, at this point in the game, you're veteran status. I mean, oh yeah, no, 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 you're fifteen years. You're veteran status for sure. But you get what I mean. Yeah. Like there's his gen, and then yeah. your gen, and then probably like the Alex Jones. Yeah, gen, there's and different my, generations. Alex Jones wasn't long after me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. Like it's in between. But um, yeah, like I mean, I like, tried to do yeah. what you were doing, and then when Crush the Block came around, mm. I was like, "Well, we've got 
trem on. I was yeah. like, I'm going to get scrub, nerve, and all that, and link those two together. Yeah. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, I'm like the fucking second really. I'm making fucking <laughs> well, connections yeah, 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 right yeah, and exactly. center. But, yeah, yeah. but that's what it needs, man. Like, and you, were, yeah. you were doing the connections that needed to happen. Yeah. And you, I feel like you've always been the uh, the coal in the fire for making shit happen. Yeah, well, mm. like sure. things like um, I introduced Benny on the beat, Rachel's yeah, yeah. producer, showed me Husky. Yeah, and yeah. I went, this mm. cunt's fucking dope. And he had like fuck all views and one video. Mm. And then I reached out to him and said, do you want to do a TAC episode? And he didn't even know anyone that could film it. Mm. And at the time, Brendan Bagnall, who yeah, had his, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, but it was Brendan Bagnall photography. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And he yeah. was hitting me up because he had a girlfriend in Tassie and he was saying, I'll oh, come down to Tassie and I'll film a video for you. And that never ended up happening. But when Husky was like, I need someone to film it, I was like, I know this guy in Sydney that can film it. And then... I sort of him up and then link them well. up and then Husky's moved into his place and then Body Bag Body Media. Bag, Body Bag Media. Yeah. Yeah. And I organised that from a housing commission flat in Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like yeah. a lot of listeners will trip out hearing all that sort of yeah, stuff because yeah. they don't realise like all these things that they sort of take for granted and they just think has always been like that. Yeah. They don't realise there's someone who had nothing to do with either person yeah, yeah. has connected it for the greater good. Yeah, yeah. This has been hip-hop shit. Yeah. That's, that's Aussie yeah. battler fucking Oz hip-hop. Yeah. And I'll be honest, shit, that man. THC TV thing, I think that's like the one of my last favourite set of bars that are, Dude, on, that are you, online. Like, like, like that Wack is as Wack does. You the fuck and, out of me, but, it, but like... That thing, like when you did wack that, is as wack I remember does and wack is what it does Scrub, do. it Scrub do. was yeah, telling yeah, me not so long dumb. ago, I'm like, fucking, it was probably like a year ago, but like recently, like they were all killing it. Mm. But then when they hear someone like you rapping and it's just like effortless and like a like that fucking Chazza dude, when he reacts to the older dudes, he's like, you can tell these guys are just like fucking seasoned to this shit, man. Shazza McQueen. And then, yeah, yeah, Shazza. <laughs> but um, like when you spat that, it was just like, yeah, it, it did a cool. lot. Yeah, I love those sort of bars, man. And I like that video dope. too. Yeah, was, and and oh, I appreciated that platform. Like I wasn't aware of it at that time. I remember Julian coming to Crush and like like you know, as we've already kind of yeah. stated, we all work together. Realsy, yeah. you know, there's all these sort of tenuous links between yeah, everyone. Yeah, so, you know, you took Realsy out when he was down there. Yeah. We were working with Realsy. We were all in Crush and whatever. But, yeah, I, I fuck with that, man. Like, yeah. that's, you Shout know. Shout out to Crush City. Crush yeah, City. Shout out to Reels. He did the um, hand style for my last album, Keep It Reels. Oh, no, did he? Yeah, yeah. Dude, Dude I, I thought it tattered. was. I thought someone else did. Yeah, it's Dude, fucking Jiggers. Jiggers. Man, honestly, Reelsy's hand style on my leg. Wow, man, that can't like his hand is all over everything, I man. Th- bro, I thought it was realsy, and I yeah. asked someone, and they were like, "Oh no, it was a local Tassie dude." And I was like, "Man, that's like a bite of like, because like, even though it's a public sort of hand style, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just real." Yeah, I mean, that- dude, go back to like uh, uh, rattling the keys of the kingdom by the Hilltop Hoods. Yeah, yeah, that's that's realsy and choose in that video painting. Like, like he's a king, man. Yeah, I can't speak highly enough of him. Oh, bro, have you met him yet? Yeah, went for a paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. but like but, when you've been in Brizzy, nah, I haven't seen Because I was talking to him well, probably yeah. like three days ago about you. Yeah, it'd be good to catch up, man. I showed him the wall that we did at fucking Old Mate's place. Yeah. I was like, bro, I want to fucking hit that. You wait for the surprise. That is coming on that wall. I know what's going on. We'll leave, I know, we'll I leave it there. I, That's I know what the surprise there. is. Forward to that. It's yeah, going to yeah. be good. Well, I mean, I, I suppose that leads into you as a writer, dude. Yeah. So I was actually painting before I was rapping. Yep. Um, around, around the time I moved into that house, mm. um, I was I met a bunch of local guys that were, went to a different school. Newtown High School had a crew of burners in grade nine. They were all like 15. They were fucking 
doing really good pieces, three Ds, key lines, everything. Started hanging out with them. They showed me like the rules of painting and you know how do you do your three Ds and all that sort of shit. Yeah. We never had any trains in Tassie. We had like a couple random coalies that like sit up in the bush. So most of our graph culture was around like tunnels, mm. water tanks, yeah, yeah. going up in the bush in the hills with a you know fucking boombox and playing beats and just painting the whole side See, of that a water tank. Me out here because like people pay That's out on people paint, who right. do that here. Like yeah, but people are like oh, if you're not doing trains here, you're not doing real. Yeah, but graph, it's a smaller like, city. Yeah, yeah, like, I know. You know, and yeah. this is the thing like like, out, like I, I went all all <laughs> when I was like sixteen. My first fucking. Tag was few, P H E W. That was my first, what I put up. Actually, no, it wasn't. That was the second tag I put up. But that was what I did destruction with. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, you, you can go all city in Tassie in three nights. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And they used to do this dob in a tag a day once a year in Tassie. And they put out a list. Oh, no and way. It was a numbered list. So that became our like competition. The, like the hit list. Yeah, to yeah. Could, that's sick. Yeah, so, like, so you spend a year w working yourself up to move yourself up the most wanted <laughs> that's list. Like, it's like the pound-for-pound you know pound pound rankings yeah. of the UFC. Yeah. It's like a pound-for-pound fucking best driver 100%, yeah. That's sick. And my, my boy here, he'd always fucking hold the two top positions with his – Tag and then his crew. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. that? Uh, here, BWF. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's a you guys got pieces in like Berlin, fucking Thailand, all over the world. International. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a big, tall, lanky hippie. He's like 6'10 and has really long arms, so he always got those real high yeah. spots. Yeah. Always those people like, who are all the fucking That's what they say about Puzzle. Like, Puzzle was that big, tall dude with yeah, the yeah. fucking lanky. But who was making noise in graffiti in Tasmania? Well, Voder was from Tasmania, which yes. is Gargoyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gargs was like, he was our kind of, when I was first writing, I remember walking down the street with my mate Dazer and I was wearing a Scribe Graph t-shirt <laughs> and Scribe this apparel. big bloke's walked past us and he's looked at me and gone, <laughs> and I kept walking and my mate Dazer's gone, that's Voder. So that was the first time I met Gargoyle. No yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, rest so, in peace, Gargoyle. Yeah, rest yeah, in peace, man. Yeah. But he and was he like. Would've, he would have, without fail, turned his nose up at a graph t shirt. Oh, he did. He like did. Like, so, yeah. you know, like, he, he was a bit like, you don't want to be caught in the tunnels by Voda. You know, yeah, like, he was yeah, a bit yeah. of a boogeyman yeah. when I was a teenager, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, but yeah, yeah. But he was over in Melbourne by the time I started yeah, yeah. writing. I think he'd come down and see family every now and then and, you know, go for a fresh. But Voda had hand styles on every pole. DRC, he used to put up. It was Dirty Rotten Crims. I'm pretty sure Taunts and Bunks were kind of a part of okay. that. Yeah. Um, dope names from Tassie. Yeah, Dirty Rotten dude. Crims. Rest in peace to dope crew names, man. Like even yeah. in rap these days, people just don't have it. It's either yeah. the, the two rap names with the N in the middle and yeah. fucking all that sort of shit. Like, yeah. fuck Straight dude. up, yeah. So they were – like, Voda was our best writer and – um, Odious is dope. Oh, Odious is Odious is our king now. He's like yeah, yeah. he's a micro Ico, yeah. and um, he's doing ink now. Yeah, but like he's he can do the full corner three D burners that look mm. like they're standing out. He's a freak of nature sort of but. fella. And I came up with Odious. Like I did my second. We did our second piece ever together, and that's um. But where I kind of went off with the rap world, he just went deep into the graph shit. Mm. And, and he's done like he's been on some pretty big productions in yeah, Melbourne. He does, like, big Proddies, but he does like fucking dope illy shit as well. Like, yeah, yeah, he's but he's like he's he's done he's been on like productions with like Fibs and a Mark and Melvin. Yeah, around well, it, like he's he's been around a bit, but yeah, he's yeah. also he's a real humble guy. He never yeah. cared too much about getting his name up or like mm. in Tassie. That's it. Like we all bombed hard. Did you ever see our uh, usurps? 
Yeah, I'm, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he got, from up here. Yeah, but he's going well, he's for a lot. Up here. Yeah, he's going for heaps of paints for my crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, well. yeah, he's man, his, his style's ridiculous. Mm. Like the spikes and yeah, the one of my good mates, fucking um, what's it called? Uh, PCAT mm, yeah. he, he writes with Usurps okay. I've done heaps of shit in Tassie Usurps probably hate the fact we're talking about this <laughs> 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 yeah. shout outs bro you're a fucking king but who uh, who, like, who kind of informed you guys as writers in Tasmania like who did you look at like beyond well, high Boda? five that, okay. that OG Perth guy so yeah. we like Topsky Topsky's probably our OG graph writer but he was always characters he wasn't really a, a piecer yeah. if you know what I mean Yeah. but when high five came down and this cunt was like, like he's, you know, he had um, pictures all through like Hype Mag. Fucking High Five went over to Germany in 1987 to one of the Fuck. first ever hip hop jams in Germany. Fuck. And ended up hanging out with like all the kings of New York, like Rocksteady wow. Crew and shit like that. Is that, that when like On The Run Mag was at its Nah, that's crazy. It's 87, dude. That's where most of the dudes were. I'm pretty sure High Five was yeah. the first Aussie in, accepted into Zulu Nation. No shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when he came to Tassie, he just booted style into our little island. You know what I mean? Because wow. all of a sudden you've got wild styles, like techniques. I wouldn't, be surprised, do. Dope, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised yeah. if that was yeah. one of the earliest, like if he was probably one of the earliest. I mean, well, I remember bro, he, he, AKA went there, I think, around this, 89. I'll never forget this. Shout outs, High Five, if you listen to this, you fucking legend. Um He told me, like, so he got to Germany, right? And all he built, bought a one-way ticket to Germany. And when he got there, all he had was a phone number to call to meet up with the German hip-hop scene. Mm. And he got there and he called the number and no one answered. And then he kept calling, no one answered. Next day, no one answered. And he's peaking. He's like, I've spent my, all my money coming to Germany for this hip-hop thing. No one's fucking answering. Not to mention you're on the other side of the world oh, yeah, as well. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's 1987. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 87. 87. That's yeah. it. And, um, Free internet. And then finally they've answered and they've gone, yeah, 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 meet us down here. And so fucking High Five's chucked on his Puma suede and his Kango hat. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 Strolled, yeah. strolled down to the shop and he's waiting. He sees another guy in some Puma suede and Kango hat and they nodded at each other and the guy's like, Australia? Yeah, yeah, come with me. And so High Five followed him up into this hotel and he's walked in the room and there's like fucking, yeah, just all the kings of New York, pretty much the people that invented hip-hop culture. Yeah, dude. And they've all looked at him like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm from Australia. And they're like, whereabouts? Like Melbourne? And he's gone, Perth. And there was an old writer. Have you ever heard of Futura 2000? Of course. Yeah. So of course. Futura 2000 was in that room. Oh. And Futura said to him, he goes, Perth? He goes, I lived there when I was drafted, like for the, I don't know if it was the Navy or the Army, Fuck. in 1964. What? And Futura 2000 did a piece in Perth in 1964. What? What? Yeah. Futura? Yeah. Painted in Perth? 1964. Really? No, it was tacky, tacky, tacky one eight three. Was aerosol Corn paint even too. invented in that year? No, nah, that must have been when Futura was because Futura died last year, didn't he? 
Was it this year? I think it was, I think it was recently. How yeah, old was this? I'm, I'm really oh, like, like I, sorry, I've, I've recited this to a few That's people, and down. as far as I remember, it was up. 90. This is what Future had told yeah, High Five in '87. Right. And I, yeah, 86 years ago, man. But That's I nice. would. That, that, do, I don't know. I don't That's know. just because, it was, like, it was I feel late like 60s when, like, because I know that, like, because I've done a bit of research into, like, you know, the the, like, especially the the, the start of. Well, Future was born in '55. Yeah. Right. Because I know that Cornbread was one of the first mm. writers. That oh, still yeah, but, but like gra- graffiti, that like make sense, what it is now, like so graffiti. Graffiti is getting born in like the late seventies, man. Like for yeah, the early seventies. Well, well, maybe he said it was someone like, else. Well, well, just putting up their name I don't even think it was gang members. I think it was fucking like no, no, political sort of stuff, man. Well, no, no, River. Um, River's right because it did oh, okay. start with like political slogans and all that yeah. kind of thing. I mean, that's the earliest forms of graffiti. Yeah, sure, you know, people yeah. would write some shit like fucking fuck the war. Like, the yeah, no, 64. Like, maybe there might be maybe a number it was 74. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone, but either way, if, he painted in Perth. Yeah, Future. That, that's right. nuts. Yeah, oh, yeah, Future had told like because no one else in the room knew where Perth was. Yeah, They'd yeah. only heard of Melbourne or Sydney. Yeah, even if Whereas it was Future like said he still crazy. He painted in Perth when he was drafted for something. And yeah, and and, and high five <laughs> said to me, he goes, "That's the first time someone graphed in Australia." Like that's what. It yeah, goes. that's not future is. Yeah. I thought future. I'm just on Wikipedia now, and it says, "Well, it said 55. He's currently 64." For some reason, I thought future passed recently. It's not. No. This isn't updated, well, but if, hey, if Layla was it or any, did future? Maybe it was someone else that passed. Um, he was, was he in the same uh, realm as Phase Two? Phase two like was it Phase Two? I think so. Future predates that. It was Phase Two. Just, he passed away yeah. Yeah. Well, Future is dude. Future is yeah. a legend. Like, like you know, I know. It, like I know, Layla catches up with him. If someone in Perth, go to Northbridge, find yeah. Dion. Yeah. And fucking find Man, out what year it is. Yeah, someone we need a fact check on that. Someone send it in, please. Yeah, but Future painted in Perth. So yeah. it's, like big, it's like this yeah. big wild style burner with the uh, sign off 64. Oh, okay, yeah, sweet. Okay, cool. It's like hand painted. Because, yeah. I mean, dude, look, man, Futura painted The Clash, like fucking, um, hold on, I'm just on fucking, dude, I'm, man, this is classic. Bad. Yeah, Radio Clash, yeah, 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 he painted all that shit. Fuck, for real. Where were we going with that? We got sidetracked. We're talking about Graf. So, yeah, yeah, High Five was like, the guy that brought style. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went to Germany in 87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. Who's he was, killing he was him in Kazi at the moment? Ryder was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is it still popping? Because Luna's, up here it's fucking yeah, Luna's being gone. enforced so hard. Yeah, I, I know Luna's still going hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's it's a just never OGs. the same, man, eh? Like, Odious is doing ink now. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of my crew... To go for production. I know Siren was down there not ongoing and did a production yeah, yeah. with yeah, all the yeah. boys. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah no, they, they, they went through a like piece 16. in the in the tunnels under the city. Yeah. But to be honest, man, like I'm just too busy focused on everything else. Yeah, like, I like it. going for a yeah, good yeah. paint. Yeah, and graph p- politics do my head in. You oh, know, dude, I used to head bro, people over right. cap on my bro, piece. Just like, it's not fun. Fuck, you know, fuck I was hip hop man. Work at Crush City. That's what I was just about to say, man. You do not know graph politics until you've worked at a fucking at a graph store, especially Crush City, where it's like Brisbane, because like Brisbane is such a confused state when it comes to graffiti, man. You've seen some of the graph politics at Frankston Obese. Dude, in Melbourne, Melbourne's bro. Melbourne would blow Crush. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Man, but, like, fuck. Brisbane's just so confused at what yeah, they are. Yeah, That's yeah. why it's yeah. just so more annoying than what yeah. I reckon Melbourne would be because Melbourne's way more hectic with the grass. Oh, but Brizzy, like, oh, man, I've seen so many fucking wild turkeys getting sprayed over the room because of fucking. Like, we had that dude fucking kicking the door that yeah, time when we were working. Yeah, punched the front fucking door, yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah, I'll never forget this one. This is not as, as extreme as that, but it's hilarious. So I was chilling with Flint Form and Frank's and Obese, and this cunt's come in, and he's like, fucking don't sell my missus paint, bruh, because she's fucking, she's angry at me, so she fucking, she's going out, putting up my hairstyle real whack to get under my skin. This comes misses. You're joking. Just beat him in an argument when so putting up his tag. But real toy. But real toy. <laughs> just be like. Means <laughs> 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 no, forget that. Like, like seriously, being yeah, yeah. like being on the periphery of that scene. Like you know, having worked. At, man, I, how long do I work in Crush? I think I worked in Crush for maybe four years, something like that. Yeah, like thereabouts. And I, but I and, and in saying that, like I can't. You used to do Fridays, dude. I used to do Fridays. Then when we went to Saturdays, like I only ever did one day a week, and then it went to one day a fortnight. And, like, even towards the end of that, man, it just got to a point where it was like, fuck. I you, hate like, it. Yeah, you just... And then even working there, you'd rock up to hip-hop shows and there'd be beefs between graphers and then you'd be the mediator. Like, I was the mediator uh, between yeah. so many beefs because oh, I know everybody because I fucking serve and paint. And it's just like, I couldn't give a yeah, fuck about dude. your fucking beefs. I couldn't, yeah. like... In the you, time you both that... sound so silly and they go, oh, well, can you talk to him, River? Can you do this, Man, bro? in the like, time that like, I worked at that store, and fucking Crush City does so much for hip-hop. Yeah. Like, it's it's graph first, it's home but it's hip-hop. hip-hop. It, it's it's hip-hop, and it does a lot for hip-hop the in this city. The four elements. It's got but a fucking breakdance. In the time, straight like, and Julian, like, River's been there the entire time and shit like that, or for the majority of it. Yeah. But, like, in the time, like, man, in the time that I worked there, we've had a dude run in and try and stab another dude we've had the front door smashed yeah. we've had and like I quit I quit there probably two years ago the now. car park yeah. the fucking crush boxing ring man yeah like dude fucking, like you know just world. being in that environment like man yeah. it, it, it's like, I used to say to my missus it's like keeping one foot in the street it's yeah. just like you know when you feel like you got to get out of shit but being in crush was keeping one foot in the street yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it was kind of like just keeping one foot in the mix yeah. you know when you're not so much in the mix like that in, anymore like, in like like just the amount of concert, like oh, imagine being in Frankston, dude. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Frankston, yeah, yeah. the end of the line. Because uh, like, I lived oh. in Seaford when we were yeah. doing the LMG stuff. I remember when I remember when Fluey was working. Yeah, too, so yeah. on my days off, I'd just catch a train down the road and go chill with Fluey and Obese yeah. all day. Yeah, and just watch Frankston fucking days of our lives. Oh, dude, and the shit play like, in front of you. We used like to have Frankston lapse. Fridays, and we get all the local cunts to bring in cartons, and we just get pissed in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much every other day, crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was good times. It was almost like a community center at one time. Yeah. I remember yeah. I used to finish school on a Friday and I'd yeah, quickly try and get there because it, it was like the fucking Jake Beers barbecue sort of thing. Yeah, so we used I was to like, do I the barbecue on a Friday afternoon. Like, try and like, like I remember there's a rap I made in fucking like 2013 maybe and it was just like talking about going to the barbecues across city yeah. and all that sort of shit, just trying to get advice off cunts, just like hang around get your foot in the door, like, fucking get respect. Yeah, man, and big shit. shouts to Crush because they celebrated 10 years just yeah, recently. Yeah, you know, I think maybe two birthday, months ago, you know, shout something like that. Fucking and big fucking shout out to Butterbeats and all the fucking boys. Man, man yeah, big shouts to everyone doing shit for, for fucking, sure. like, you know. For, for me, like, coming up as a writer and Brizzy, like, fucking, 
Butter Beach was the only yeah. place yeah, I could yeah. get my paint other than Bunnings. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I remember when I came up here 10 years ago, it was Butter Beach. That yeah, was yeah. Spot, and Casino know? was always the maddest come. I used to walk in there with a fucking school uniform on. I was don't say that. Don't nah, say nah, that. Nah, not even. Not even. Nah, private school walking. uniform? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, fucking, I, I came from Beanley Station, bro. I was ratted on by all of my friends at fucking at my school because I was a Beanley Yatler rat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know what I mean? but he didn't sell paint to you in your nah, school uniform. No, no, you just dry some. No, 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 no. That's why we, 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 we kick people out of crush all the time because they go, oh, man, but you saw me paint the other day. Oh, is that what you tell the fucking cops, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I've seen Reelsy yeah. say that so many times. Yeah. It comes coming in. Oh man, I blocked my fucking can, brother. No, but you still, but you still take time to pick up a can, like man. Yeah, any, I love anyone doing that follows your yeah, Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, probably the best piece you've ever done. It was yeah, yeah, sick. it definitely is probably one of the better pieces I've done. I've got, I've just got my style of like, you know, doing just, like yeah, just you know, being able to put my stamp somewhere, mm, mm. get my name up. You got a you pretty know. prolific style as well. Like I reckon you could do any other word, and I'd be able to tell it's you. Yeah, I, I really like symmetry, and yeah, I just Where's stick to my wall? same. It's a uh, mate. It's it's uh, it's in Lawton. It's on okay. um the back of a QR wall. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's just something in my mate's yeah. backyard. And bro, uh, yeah. like the back of Odzies, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Realsy was tripping out when he saw it. He goes, "Man, that's the fucking dopest wall. It's huge." Yeah. And I'm just it's like, massive. He's yeah. like, man, I fucking paint that." Is like, there a freeway on the other side? No, no, it's no, a train, train track. track. Oh, it's a train. train. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if anyone like anyone listening to this fucking nonsense shamozzle <laughs> <laughs> conversation, if you don't know what we're talking about, obviously go to Grills's fucking um, Instagram page. He's been posting the pieces. He's with River, who's yeah. with us tonight, like yeah, and man. And, and we're going to be filming a video clip yeah, there dude. pretty soon. Yeah, Please. shout outs to Alerts. Yeah, <laughs> with, the, with the big he's, man Alerts, he's got a mad shout out with me and like <laughs> well, you been, showed me it was so funny. Well, yeah. you've been up here, you've been working all this shit, you've been working with no one. Yeah, so, super productive. So, so I got out in January, and I had an album written that I wrote while I was inside, and it took me a month and a bit to kind of deal with just fucking getting back into life Adapting. and having responsibilities yep. and. You know, yeah. I didn't really want to. I was like, fuck, I've got to do things again. And everyone's going on about diseases and bushfires and Scott Morrison. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, what yeah, was, yeah. Well, so what I had to do, um, I had my mate Bird Brain and Dunners on my phone calls, yeah. on my phone list. Well, should we briefly, so I got, like, uh, I mean, we were, t- like, for those, once again, for those listening, just because there's a million sort of conversations going on here, but off air, we kind of said, ah, oh, man, like, you've kind of spoken at length about yeah, yeah. Have, getting locked up, yeah. you know, like, and largely with this podcast, we try to avoid, you know, just, I mean, not avoid the fucking beef. We talk about the bullshit, but like, dude, do you want to briefly, just briefly brush over yeah, what yeah. happened? So I, ma- I managed to get beats in there. It took a couple months, but printed up a proper beat CD. Um, Dundee got me a PS2, and after waiting, how'd you get beats into the boob? How'd you get beats in? So they they allow you to bring in proper CDs if they're printed with a receipt. Ah, right. And so I had to get. I picked the beats over Birdbrain's phone that he mm. got from Rob Shaker. He hit up Rob Shaker. Picked the beats, got the beat CD pressed, sent it down to Dunners. Um, Dunners got the CD and a PS2 and brought it into jail and I had to put in a request form, wait two weeks for it to get security and whatnot. Mm. And yeah, so I wrote this album in my in my cell with a PS2 that fucking didn't work properly. I had to sit half a cup of water on the tray to make the read the disc. Yeah, and 
wrote wrote the album that way. No shit. Yeah, and um, boom tails. Yeah, yeah, but that's like as soon as I knew that I was doing like doing time, I was like, I'm gonna flip this on its fucking head. Yeah, like I'm gonna use every use bit it. out of it. You know, yeah. they'll put they'll run me down in the paper like rapper goes to jail for mm. his hip hop hit and like mm. the like this thing called Vigilante News, which is pretty much a Tassie snitch page, was like running me down. <laughs> it's like a Facebook and, page. Too, yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just as some fucking weird cunt that just enjoys air raiding everyone's fucking business. Dude, you Google your name, it's one of the first things that pops up. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, but that's the thing but, that you've always been good at, Grilly, is fucking thriving in any situation. That's mm. why you're the fucking, uh, you're the playmaker of so many things. Yeah, that's it's quite it. It's ironic that you come out and everyone's in isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. for real. Except yeah. me. Like, that's yeah. Yeah. That's I'm just point. lurking in Brisbane, Brisbane like, hey. Yeah, yeah, straight up. How long yeah. do you have to do? I did nine months all that. Okay. It wasn't that long, to be honest. You got like, in, and then I got in, and then I got out, and, and they appealed, back. and they, so I was out for two weeks, and I got sent back for the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But when as soon as I was getting sent back, I was like, eh, more time to write the album. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and because I thought of the idea when I was in there at the start, I was like, I'm just gonna fucking flip it on its head, you know, and. Um, you know, I'll try and make it a positive impact. There's already people out there that are thinking that I'm trying to jump on the promoting jail shit through no. my music. But um, at the end of the day, there's a million people fucking doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I've never that's never crossed my mind. No, no, and no, like, I didn't think that. like whether well, or, okay, whether or not I promote it. Cunts are gonna go fuck the police and go to jail. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like right, that's square one. That's that was a, more like reform sort a, of shit than yeah, going yeah, against the system. Yeah. Man. That's that was it. Fucking adult and the, the thing that like, and I connected with a lot of people, and I don't want them to fucking shit sitting there. You know, mm. I want to like try and inspire them, empower them, positive encouragement. And so that's my whole angle with this album. Yeah. But I got out and um, I recorded a couple tracks with one of my mates, but it just I just wasn't ready yet. And so I went over to Melbourne, um, caught up with. A few heads over there. Went and chilled out with Fatty Fuel in Geelong. I mm. spat him the album. Shout out to Fatty. Shout out to Fatty. I love that cunt. Like, he's, great you know, he's, great he's a great mentor to me as well. He's, he's a brilliant human, very smart. Um, and then I went back to Tassie. Uh, I went to Cousin's Wedding, did some family shit. And I was like, if I sit here, this album's not going to get done. Mm. And um, I did a show with Complete in Hobart and then hung out with all those boys and they're like, we're going back to Perth. And I had so much fun. I was like, fuck it. I'll go to Perth. So I went to Perth, uh, stayed at Cortex's house. Did Liquid Candy as well. Did Liquid Candy and the Bunbury show with Complete and recorded my album in three days at Cortex's house. Fuck, we just smashed it. Because yeah. me and him have worked together since we battled way back. So yeah. it was, we just doof, 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 smashed it. Yeah. And then after a week in Perth, I flew back to Tassie did the All Ages Dundee album launch, like, the next day. Yeah. And then on that Tuesday, flew to Cairns and jumped on the rest of the Complete Tour. And then, so I was in Cairns, did Brisbane and Byron, and I ended up in Brisbane. So my plan has to, because I, like, networked with Kyle Golly yeah. a few years ago and reached out to him and Nerv when I linked up Nerv and Wombat and got them doing the grime sort of stuff together. Yeah. And Kyle, Golly, and um, Nerv came down to Tassie and... They're really good dudes. Like I took them to my family home. They were real respectful to my family. You know, I was like, I really like these kids. You know what I mean? Mm. Like good kids. They're making dope shit happen. Mm. Real respectful. Good head on their shoulders, you know? Mm. And so while I was writing my album inside, I was thinking, I'm gonna, I want Golly to do this, you yeah. know, because I believe he's in like a, a Yeah, he's legit. Yeah, yeah. I believe in him 100%. And we also have this good personal connection where I feel like I, you know, helped them out and helped 
Then and he was always journey. talking it up, how he, he was going to do so much with it when you got out as well. Yeah, that's when it. You he's an absolute, yeah, he's a young he's a legend, king. bro. He's made so many good things happen. Shout so, out to Coley. Yeah, shout yeah. outs, brother. But so, yeah, my plan was to stay in Brisbane for a week, plan the videos with Golly, and then fly him and a crew to Tassie to make the videos. Mm. But then Corona kicked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking, I was like, what do I do? And then I ended up going to hospital because I had an abscess in my ass. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, it's, it's, it's really common, like, um, unfortunately. An abscess. Unfortunately, but <laughs> an abscess. <laughs> an abscess. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that post. It was like, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Like, an abscess. But I, I got no shame, man. Like, yeah, yeah. it was just, like, right in my ass cheek. Yeah. It was fucked. It's kind it of just. a hot topic on our group. Yeah, Shout outs like, to KFC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no, I'm, um, I affiliate with that a lot because, you know, like, suffering from hemorrhoids myself, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not too much. Information, bro. Suffering from fucking hemorrhoids. This is a podcast, not a psychologist. You you keep you keep one of those pillows for. He's been sleeping on donuts ever since. So it was it was a bit awkward. It was a bit awkward because all of a sudden I had to go to hospital in Brisbane while I'm not at home and Corona's going on. I get to hospital. There's like fucking people in hazmat suits out the front. I was like, oh no. But I managed to get that done. Like, got the surgery done. The hazmat's weren't for Actually, I filmed one. Nah, nah. you're from Tassie. And, 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 I, I yeah. filmed one video clip before I went into hospital. Yeah. So, fucking, one of these video clips, I'm hurting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, like, and I held it together. And then I said to Golly, I'm like, oh, man, we're going to go to hospital or something. Yeah. And then that ended up happening. And. And Golly and the crew looked after me for the couple of weeks afterwards and just made sure yeah, that was I was so okay. Man, you, like, I can't, sp- I can't speak of those guys highly enough. Like, yeah. I, I'm very grateful, you know, to, I was stuck on the other side of the country. They just cancelled my flights back to Tassie. Yeah. And then I end up fucking in hospital with arse surgery. I was like, Dude. what the fuck? <laughs> in the midst <laughs> of corona. In the midst of coronavirus, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, luckily they had good meds and I just fucking... You've used the time yeah. so well. Like, but you know, in saying like in in saying that in terms of coronavirus, I've spoken to two people. Uh, one dude who I work with who has a wife that works uh, in one of the major hospitals here, and then another good mate of mine, his sister is like the head of something or other at the MARTA here in Brisbane. And both of them have said to me, and I've I've asked them, I've said, okay, like, how's coronavirus in these hospitals? Yeah. And both of them in each in both occasions have said to me that there's wards cordoned off in the hospitals in Brisbane and they're fucking empty. Yeah, yeah. I've heard empty. The same, I've heard the same empty. thing from several people. No one in them. States. No one yeah, fucking yeah. in them. Just waiting. No one in them, man. Yeah, cordoned weird. off wards for coronavirus in our hospitals and there's no one in those that wards. Gonna be weird. You know, like... Like, yeah. this dun, is another dun, thing. Dun. No, but yeah. no, no, but I only say it yeah, to, yeah. to essentially, you know, kind of ties back to, you know, because Greeley's kind of gone full circle with, you know, how he's come back to Brisbane and why he's still here, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we started the conversation talking about coronavirus. You know, like, and this is what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm kind of, you start gathering all this information about all this bullshit that's going on in the world, mm. and all of a sudden you go, man, really? Yeah. What, what the fuck? Like uh, it's a weird one. It's a weird one, man. Can't put my finger on it. That's though. it. But how long's the album? Like Risden Wisdom. Yeah. So it's um, how long is the album? No, no, no. Uh, how long had you been working on it prior to? Well, I started writing it as soon as I went in. Really. Yeah. Got an exercise book off my casework and just started putting bars in it. Yeah. And every time I just think I just write shit down. Yeah. And um, how's creative? Like being creative in jail. Oh, it was easy. I'm, 
For me, it was sex. There's no other distractions. There's no yeah. fucking Facebook. I'm going to pick out my phone and, like, I really enjoyed, like, six o'clock, six o'clock at night. I'd had my dinner. I'd go into my cell. I'd play my beats, make myself a coffee. I'd just pace in my cell and just write and mm. spend all night doing it. And yeah. it was it was nice. It was just... Album writing camp. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was just, like, just free from the rest of the world. Not much mm. technology. All you got is a shitty little TV and a fucking PS2. You know what I mean? Like, mm. But it was, it was beautiful. Like, I really enjoyed the break from the world yeah, not having yeah. any responsibilities I was like this is all I can do like yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. have to do anything else apart from fucking get my name ticked off the list yeah. and be here you know like where is your project sitting now are you waiting to finish recording in one nah, spot so recording's done mixing mastering's done I literally sent it off for digital distribution distribution today you released a cover on Instagram yeah today. I put up the cover today it's on Riz and Wisdom looks yeah. dope too Looks um, dope. Yeah, it's a picture of Medium. Uh, the album's so dope, man. Yeah, I, I just got to say it again. And thank like, you, Woodsy. It's so fucking sick. I appreciate it a lot, bro. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Pre-orders will be available on online on all platforms on June 1st. Pre-order packs will be available on June 1st as well. Um, and then the album drops July 1st. So... Mm. It's got a month of pre-orders, and I'm dropping a shitload of videos That's over the next month. That's a birthday as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one's July first? July first. I'll be doing like so. The pre-order packs will be like a hard copy CD, um, a T-shirt that comes with it. I'm doing stickers. I'm I'm doing a limited edition pre-order pack, uh, Wisdom Wisdom Prison ID. Where I've like remade <laughs> my prison ID no card shit, yeah. in the same theme as the album cover, Fuck. and so there's going to be two hundred of those made up. I think you got to do some vinyl for this. Yeah. And I'm definitely Wax. doing vinyl. Doing so yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll so shout out to my brother Egg, my bro Egg up the sunny coast. He's the fucking collector. Yeah. He's got a brick from the house Eminem grew up in. In his <sighs> fucking... Yeah. Stories oh, I've heard about this cunt that has the brick from yeah. the house Eminem. <laughs> right. I've heard about this dude. Yeah. He's, got, man, yeah. you, uh, he's got a lot of your shit. He's really? got, man, yeah. he's got everything. When yeah. I got caught up with Lazy the other night and... Um, my egg had just got uh, what is the independent as fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. seven fifty shirt, yeah, yeah. like ten yeah. years old. He's, He's got just... a mic that Jake spat on once. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was hanging out with my boy Egg because I grew up with him, and he's a staunch collector. He's like, "Can't you doing vinyl?" Yeah, and I was like, "Yep." So what I'm gonna do? We're just working it out and talking between Shaker and Chubba. They're giving us a hand. Yeah, and Chubba the other day. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put out vinyl for the three releases that I've done. I'm going to do vinyl for Apple Isle Child with a limited edition of like uh, red coloured vinyl. I'm going to do um, vinyl for Keep It Grills with a limited edition of green vinyl and then Wisdom Wisdom vinyl with a limited edition of orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do it as a whole like big thing. And yeah. We're absolutely. working towards it now. Yeah. And they're the there's perfect so dudes to work with. Yeah. Dude, there's heaps more yeah, vinyl. Dudes are doing vinyl. Yeah. 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 I just gotta just follow the order, follow the the rollout that I've planned. I spent so long just like strategically planning this. It's I've always never cared too much for like I've always just liked doing it. And when mm. I get to the point of finishing the album, I like, eh, just put it out. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this one, I'm following a full plan. Yeah. I, I really want to like taking that time, it. making an event. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Make a release an event. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and and I really want to just like. I just want to blow Tazzy the fuck out. Yeah. I want, like, yeah. I want, I want to the point where the screws are knocked off at the bar yeah. and people are coming up to him like, so were you in there when Greeley was there? I want to rock the boat. Like, yeah. and yeah. just, yeah, fucking. And, and I also just show, like, at the end of the day, 
you can you can take something and flip it on its head. Fucking you know, A, dude. Yeah. Fucking A. Fuck All power to you. Thank now, you very much, guys. No, dude, listen, we'll wrap it up with this. Stand up. Because mm. we haven't even touched stand or we've touched on stand up. Yeah. But like where does it begin? How does it start? Like well, because for me, like stand up's a very interesting thing because there's a culture within stand up as well. The yeah. same as within hip hop. Like yeah. if you exist within a culture in any sort of scene or country or anywhere. There's a culture that exists and there's a culture that exists around stand-up comedy, you know? I mean, you can fucking watch five Joe Rogan podcasts and you'll work out that there's a culture that exists around stand-up comedians, you know? It's the exact same way hip-hop worked. How do you find yourself within that? um, So a good friend of mine, Lewis Spears, I'd known him from when I lived in Melbourne during the LMG studio days. He was doing – he wasn't doing stand-up at that point. He was doing, like, Facebook trolling. He was, he was the king of it. Yeah, mm. like a current affair made him out to be Australia's biggest cyber bully. Uh, he, no, he, 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 he was nuts. Yeah. I used to follow it. It was fucking Yeah, he was really that little like, cunt you did, did the fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Come on, mate. He's here, right? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> now it's good. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. But anyways, um... Yeah, so Lewis well, used to come to my house because he was a really big hip hop fan and really good dude. Got along with him well. Real straight edge. Yeah. And he's like, even though we're sitting around smoking bongs and shit, he'd just sit there and just fucking go real red in the eyes and just go, nah, I'm all good, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Poor cunt. Yeah. But he, was, he loved it that much that, you know, he wouldn't let that get in the way of him hanging out with us. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I just taught him how to rap so he could make like a funny fucking, a funny rap song one day and taught him how to count bars and structure it. And we just always stayed in touch. And then he was like, I really want to do stand-up. And I was like, well, do it, bro. So I went to his first five minutes in Melbourne. And um, then a year later, went to his first, like, full show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Fuck. Another year later, he did his own tour. Um, and I helped him out for the Tassie show, you know, and just yeah. helped him run the door and stuff. And then I think it was on his second tour, he came down to Tassie. And I told him a story about my mate Daz in, in the house I was in Tassie that burned down the snitches flat because he threw a frozen fish through a window <laughs> and she called the Department of Fisheries and had him done for catching an undersized flathead. You're fucking joking. No, it was just, she was like the worst snitch of the neighbourhood. She just like... Walk around in between bushes with a camera. She done for an undersized right. flathead. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I told Lewis the story. He gets outrageous. Dad's yeah. burns down the house and fucking. He got out five years later. Went and sat in the spot where the house used to be and just drank piss to himself, going, "I won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more now. <laughs> you know. But yeah, so it was. There's a bit more to it, but I told Lewis that story and he was just like, man, can you tell that at the start of my show? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, easy. So I just got up and just told it at the start of his stand-up show. And then, and afterwards he's like, you've done it. That's comedy. And I was like, really? Yeah, you've for someone. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just told the story. Like, Dazza did the funny shit, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't. But, um. You just told the truth. Yeah. That's it. And it was, yeah. And then. I just started like going to the local rooms and put my name down. I went and saw Steve Hughes live, which was sick because he's a he's a king. He used to live with Jim Jeffries in England before yep. Jim went on to America, and um, and yeah, so I just started going to the rooms, put my name down. It was exciting again. Yeah, yeah I yeah. felt like I was starting out battling. Yes, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I was like rocking Believe out, new crowd, and 
I got to a point where, like, I'd do a show with Cursor and the boys, and there'd be a thousand people, and I'm not getting any nerves or any That's what you told me buzz off it. I was just like, oh, this is another one, you yeah, know? Yeah, but yeah. then all of a sudden, doing stand up to 30 people at a random restaurant in Salamanca and Hobart, yeah. I was getting nervous and fucking excited, and it was, it was fresh. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I just went hard for about a year and a half in the local scene in Tassie. Scored a few good supports. I ended up supporting Steve Hughes, the same guy that I went and saw that like <laughs> inspired me. Supported Chris Franklin. Remember, See? Yeah. remember that? I'm a bloke. Yeah. I'm yeah, a, you know, yeah, yeah, a couple of good names like that. Yeah. And then, um, and then Lewis took me on a full tour, and we did 18 shows around the country. Fuck. And when I started, I was doing 10 minutes, but by the end of the tour, I was doing like 40 minutes because. As we as we do the shows, we'd add to it, we change it, and did you develop a set? For yeah, him? man. Yeah, well, yeah. by by the time we did the 18th show, and that was at the Comics Lounge in Melbourne, which is like the best comedy spot in the country. Like yeah. Chris Rock's performed there, Louis C.K. Yeah, like out the back in the green room, it's got signatures from Carl Barron, Rodney Rude. Like yeah. you could feel it in the walls. Yeah, yeah. And I walked out in front of 500 people that were all seated eating and. Did like half an hour, bam, had the whole place pop. Killed it. And I felt like I'm a comedian now. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, but like, I'll, I'll drop it on here, but this is my first joke of the set was like, do you guys want to hear something real fucked up? Like, yeah. I know I know we're getting pretty politically correct in this day and age, but like, how far can we push it? Like, how fucked up can we go? Do you guys want to hear something real fucked up? Yeah? <laughs> go on. Do you guys want to hear something real fucked very, up? Very, yeah. very. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm from Tassie. <laughs> right, and, it wor- and it worked a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just dr- drop that at the start, and the whole place loses it, and yeah, then boof, smooth, smooth sailing from that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, that's all you need—that icebreaker. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. yeah, and fuck, it was fun, man. And so yeah, while I was away, um, whenever funny shit had happened, and heaps of funny shit happened, I talk about it in that podcast. And there's a whole lot that I don't talk about because I'm saving it for stand-up. Yeah, 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 yeah. so you're but, putting that same level of planning as you've done with your music after coming out. Are you doing the same thing with your comedy now? Yeah, I definitely am. Well, like, the album and the music was my first priority. But what I do, every time I think of jokes and, like, funny shit, I just write letters and send them to Lewis. So Lewis has got, at his place in Melbourne, a massive shoebox full of all my stand-up material that I come up with inside. So once I get this album out and Corona chills out and fucking everything goes back to normal, I'm going to go catch up with Lewis in Melbourne and he's going to help me film a proper comedy special. That's what I was going to say, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, because he's done that now and, like, he knows the formula. He's got a camera crew. Yeah. And he's he's, he was, he's such a good mate. Like, he flew down twice for visits while I was inside. And, Sick. Yeah, so. Did he? Yeah, yeah bro. That's crazy. Yeah, Lewis, I like, he's a good cunt, like a real good friend. So, yeah, and, yeah. He, and he wants to support me because he believes in me and I've yeah. always supported him because I believed in him. Yeah. And, you know, he just filmed a TV pilot over in LA ended up that's ha- all those, yeah, that's and then he LA. ended up hanging out with Rogan for two hours yeah, yeah, at a comedy yeah, yeah. store so. but heaps of those like all like stand up man seems to be the sort of platform to head towards like either radio television you know like and like even if you have to do a lot of time in stand up like but you know, it's a mad segue. It is, man. Like, you know, and even like, uh, I don't know, via listening to some of those podcasts and things, but also, you know, like, grew up watching Eddie Murphy and then Dave yeah. Chappelle, but then like Rodney.
Courtney Dangerfield and yeah. all that sort of shit. Like, Dangerfield's I mean, a kid. Dangerfield is that a can't, genius. And that can't put on everyone. He put on he put Seinfeld. Yeah. He put on Chris Wright. He put on all them dudes. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Tim Allen. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Tim Allen. Yeah. Dangerfield like, was the king. And Dangerfield still exists. You can go to New York and you can still go to Dangerfields. Like Rodney yeah. Dangerfield, I think a lot of people, I don't know how widely regard. Well, I know within comedy he's yeah. huge. He's highly he's regarded. A he's a godfather of stand-up. Yeah. But like in terms of just popular culture, man, the motherfucker's a genius. I yeah. love Dan- I love Rodney Dangerfield, man. Yeah. Like yeah. I get no respect. No oh, respect. Man. Like he, he, he when he go on Carson and he just he oh, had Carson. I've gone through like... every YouTube video <laughs> yeah. of him on Carson yeah. through the years. Yeah. Through the years. Watch the stand-up, then watch him sit with Johnny. Yeah. Like can't like from sixty-six to fucking eighty-one. Yeah. You know, like I go through all them videos. I yeah, love man. Dangerfield. I, I noted out in them too. Yeah. Sucks that he lived a pretty sad life still, eh? Like Yeah. Well he was a huge cokehead, huge pothead, alcoholic. Trauma growing up. And yep. you know, so yep. he wanted to make people laugh to find that happiness, yeah. you know. Obviously. And that's why even when he was dying, he was still out there just slogging away, yeah, yeah. just making people laugh. And he was kind of like in legs. terms of like drawing a parallel with hip hop, he was kind of like a uh, almost like a Sean P or uh yeah. whoever got that second wind later in their career. Well, a like, lot of the best MCs in hip hop have had that fucking hard life and it's the same with There comedy. it is. The but best, you know, Rodney Dangerfield Exactly, and Rodney Dangerfield started out in entertainment, never made it. Yeah. Went off and became a fucking roller door salesman yeah, or like settled down, had the family, had a family, like then came back to it. 41. There you go. Yeah, came then, back in his forties and fucking boom. Like just hit it. Just yeah. with those one liners, just those zippy one liners yeah. about his wife, about his family. Like 27. Yeah. He had like a good 14 years off. Yeah. And I think his partner might have passed away or got real sick. Yeah, yeah. And that's when he went, fuck it, I'm going back yeah. into comedy and then and then he did Boom. like Caddyshack. He put Sam Kinison on, like yeah. you know Sam Kinison. And Sam Kinison inspired Hicks, and then Hicks inspired exactly. everyone. You know, like exactly. Yeah. So when I got into it, I yeah. just I went back. So you do back. the knowledge on oh, even stand up. Yeah, yeah. I like, love as, that. As shit. soon as I got yeah, into yeah. it, and after that show, I was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I spent. Who's your top three, bro? Would you say like Hicks, Carlin, and yeah, else? Carlin. Oh, Stan- Carlin's a genius. Stan Home is my all time favorite. Yeah. Um, and go check his new special. That's what you uh, to like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hicks is a funny one. Though, yeah, Hicks is great, man. But yeah. and he was there's like a lot of other guys. Too. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of other guys I like a bit more than Hicks. Yeah. I liked Hicks when I was a teenager, but yeah. as I've gotten yeah, older, yeah. there's a few things that I'm just like, uh, I don't yeah. vibe with them as much. George no. Carlin was up there. Carlin me. is the king. Carlin's and do you know, do you know once upon a time in Canada, in the 70s, fucking Rodney Roode and Carlin ended up at the same bar getting on the piss. Uh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me and, because yeah. there's so many, pe- like this, yeah. like, you And know. then when Rodney Roode beat the state of Queensland and all this sort of shit, because George Carlin and Lenny Bruce used to get locked up yes. for comedy. Yeah. And then Lenny yeah. Bruce overdosed, you know. Yeah. Lenny Bruce got a movie made about him because yeah, he was yeah. the one that changed the laws. Yeah. So, he used to get locked up. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, Lenny Bruce was like the forefather. And then yeah. George Carlin also did, what was George Carlin's skit? The seven words you can't yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. He changed the, the game words. of swearing. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, really? um, but it was, yeah, so I, apparently Carlin was sending letters to Rodney Roode when all that shit was going on, trying to link up with him. But in Rodney Roode's off time, he just works on a dairy farm in New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until Carlin died that Rodney realised he'd missed all his letters. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Nah, bro, not at all. Really? Yeah, yeah. Man, George Carlin, like he was almost, but like, you know, like, I suppose there was Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks died before his time and shit like that. Like I've even, I got Bill Bill Hicks's book and shit, but George Carlin, George Carlin was prophetic, you know, yeah. like that dude, you know, but then it, Towards the end of his career, 
George Carlin was less stand-up and more like social activist, yeah, you yeah. know. Like while it was pointed, Bill, it was kind of pointed commentary, yeah, you know. Bill. Yeah, Bill was like that, but Bill was kind of, I don't know, like, yeah. But, yeah, dude, yeah, I, man, I love that shit too. Yeah. Like I'm a fan of that Straight shit. Up. You know, like I think I, I think Dave Chappelle is probably. Yes. Like my favourite is Doug just because I have this weird fucking spirit animal vibe with him. <laughs> like, yeah. like, And also I watched him when I was 13 and he was the first person that made me realise War was about oil, yeah. you know, like yeah. all these things that I was blew my mind to the world. Yeah. He was one of the guys to point them out. Yeah. yeah, but Dave Chappelle's shit when that cunt drops a new special, oh my fucking god! Like, yeah, he just yeah, won yeah. the oh, fucking um, yeah. What did he? Dude's he a fucking genius, the, the man. For the, yeah, um, he could, what was he? Oh, I can't remember the yeah, name. They even but, made a Netflix special on that. Yeah. Even yeah. touching base on yeah. what we were talking about around the THC, Tom, with you linking people up, like he's like. He's been linked up by someone else, like Lewis. Mm. And then even a couple of weeks ago, we had a chat. And then he's been like, oh, Ruby, you should fucking do this. And then ever Well, since you're a fucking... But, I mean, this cunt sitting to my yeah. fucking... To my right is a fucking performance artist <laughs> in his own right. Go follow at River City. You know, like, fuck. Yeah, yeah fucking... But ever since that, like, he was talking about what we were just talking about then and inspired mm. me. And then ever since then, I've written... Like one minute jokes every night yeah, yeah, yeah. ever since. Yeah. And, and if I can get River yeah. doing stand up, yeah. and then yeah, like maybe me and him can do a tour together. Dude, you know, like, like, like me being a fan of stand up, like I've often thought, like if I had have channeled my energy into stand up rather than doing rap music, and you know, you don't go what it, but like I've often thought that. I've thought, fuck man, you'd probably have a TV show. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, if yeah. I, if you'd invested fucking twenty five years of your life into stand up, yeah. you'd be where a Will Anderson is or a fucking. Yeah, yeah. What's the other dude with one leg? What's the cunt's name that hosts? Um, Adam Hills. Adam Hills used yeah. to do Speaks and Specs. Like, you know, like going back, like the Jamoans, like Australia has a rich history of stand-up comedians. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a real, you know, real fucking, and, and even going back top. to like fucking like Hey Hate Saturday, Fast Forward, yeah. Full Frontal. And comedy know? is a thing where like the uh, cultural cringe hardly exists as well. That's like, very not true. You know, yeah. Nah, yeah. nah, because no, you have to translate And like, for comedy. example, like Rodney Rood was a good example, man. Yeah. You How know, does that like, translate I mean, in a US market? Like these days, like people like Ricky Gervais, um, Carl Barron, Jim Jeffries, all these international mm. people who aren't from the States. They're huge in the States and people from the States are huge there. It's like being funny translates anywhere. It doesn't matter it what does. you do. Yeah. But, but there's still like when it, with, when it comes to that cultural It's cringe, culturally there's, there's relevant still or like significant. Yeah. a thing in Australia like half of Australia cringes at the other half of Australia. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like real bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of like at war with each other. Yeah, like yeah. One it's because so- I'm not educated as much in that as I am in like... No, and also... Yeah, I remember, yeah, 100%. I remember- and like I've been around now to kind of see it all. Yeah. And like it's the same, like, you know... I've I've got I went to a comedy gig and it was in a nice restaurant and a guy got up and talked about how he saw some bogans buying some gluten free bread. <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting in the front row, row going, "Oh yeah, yeah, right." Okay. And he kept like looking at me with wide eyes, like, oh, "Don't no. take offense." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and like. I was like, cool. I sat there and supported him. You know what I mean? But when I got up and started doing my bong jokes, he walked out like. Ugh. No, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and I was like, okay, but then whatever, Dave Hughes mate. made a career out of bong jokes. Yeah, early on. Yeah, you know, yeah, like it. that dude. hundred percent. But so. and, and also just going back to what you're saying about um, cultural uh, cultural cringe. I remember hearing the frontline dudes talk about selling the castle. That movie, the castle. Mm-hmm. They had to sell Aussie it to classic. sell it to the US. Yeah, Aussie classic, but nowhere else because they were trying to sell that in the US market. 
and they had to change all the jokes. And it got to a yeah, point well, where like the office from the UK to the US. This is the thing. Like, it yeah. just would not translate over yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. dudes what? like Jim Jeffries, they're anomalies in that, you know, like curses and an anomaly in some degree here in that he hasn't had to dumb his message down to translate to a broader market. He's made it his own. Yeah, yeah, he's an sure. anomaly. Yeah. Where Jim Jeffries is similar, he's an anomaly. He's somehow translated Australian culture to be re not relevant, but to be um, adapting. Yeah, yeah, to be consumed in other markets. Yeah. You know, what a constructive yeah. conversation. Well, in, <laughs> in some ways, but but see, like, there's a lot of parallels between music and stand up. Like, you know, I remember yeah. hearing Chris Rock. We were talking Chris about Rock years ago used to say, like, fucking every stand up wants to be a rapper, or every black stand up wants to be a rapper, and every fucking whatever. I can't remember yeah, the yeah, joke. Yeah. You know, yeah, hundred percent. Are yeah. you gonna move with comedy? parallel to your music and use them both at the same time or are you going to keep yeah, it a definitely. separate yeah, dude. because I was just thinking it might be a, double -edged be a sword. cool thing to like use as a pack where you can get an album on vinyl or whatever CDs or whatever and then also have a comedy, comedy special. special with it like yeah. I can't really think of anyone who's ever yeah, done that yeah. 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 Friends were wrong yeah. like that that band friend, like, dude, I, I Friends love man. I love Friends oh, or Man but they used to have they used to have stand ups open open for them I I got Lewis to perform at the reunion at the battle event, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, I've, and that's what like I love watching the Def, Ca Def Jam comedy days. Yeah, me but too. But you've dude. got like Bernie Mac, you know, and, and but then you've got a DJ at the hip hop show. Yeah, you've got fucking Chuck D sitting up in the wing. You yeah. know, like they had the, Kid Capri on the yeah, decks. Yeah, Kid Bernie Capri on the deck. The Mark thing was Lawrence, such hip, yeah. like it was straight culture. Yeah, I'd love to be able to do that with Aussie hip hop. Do mm. a fucking like, vintage pack with um your. Your album on cassette and your special on VHS. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The old school vintage pack. My mate, that's my And a two a T to go along with it. My mate Egg just shat his pants. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Listen, right, I guarantee you. I, I, once this podcast drops, he'll be on. He's like, can't <laughs> VHS and cassette. We're doing it. <laughs> Where is it? Yeah. Where is it? Well, fuck, brother. Listen, we've had you for fucking damn near three hours. Risden Wisdom is on its fucking way. Yep. Like, um, yeah, so Risden Wisdom. Keep an eye out in THC TV. Um, Stretch One. He's a young guy from Tassie that we're pushing real hard at the moment. He's making some waves. He's a, I'm a good family friend of his, so it's, it's great to see um, my mate's kid blow it up. You Sick. know what I mean? It's Sick. dope. Sick. Um, and then... Once all this shit settles down, I want to organise the Reunion 2 event. Yep. And also, at one point, I'm going to do like a kind of rhythm and flow competition down in Tassie and try and find another artist and kind of do a pack for them where we do a few video clips and help them do a release and yeah. promote them through the platform. Yeah. Just keep the keep it churning, finding new artists to push. Right. Each one teach all in the fire. Yeah. E each just, one teach one. That's important. 100%, man. And, yeah, just try and – as the generation has come through – like, you know, from like Wombat coming through a few years ago, now we've got this stretch fella coming up. Yeah. There's heaps of kids that are just really Check out hungry. Stretch, man. He's so fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, we'll show you after this. But Please. Yeah, other than that, fucking much love, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Can't, man, I, I'm, dude, listen, I'm fucking kind of feel bad that it took us so long to fucking make this happen, mm. but brother. Honoured to you. have you here. Yeah, man. What a man. fucking chat. Yeah, Thank dude, you. what a fucking great conversation. Cheers, 100%. River, for coming down. Oh, Cheers, Paulie, for being yeah. here. Once again, Grills, Wisdom, Wisdom is on the way. And motherfuckers, this has been Beers, Beats and the Beers back post-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Like some shit. Make some noise, <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers. Thanks yeah. again, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Push.